What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SoCo Show. It's episode number 172. This, of course, is the voice of the co-host, Cody Michael. And I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. Hello! Hello. Seth, you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I had a bunch of mashed taters, had a bunch of mac and cheese, and a bunch of pumpkin pie. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Speaking of taters, we got the bro host in the house as well. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. At Jared Buckendall. JB, how was your turkey? There's so much turkey. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving, tons of food, good times. Seth, maybe what? I'm getting a little premature here, but did you eat all of the cheese balls? Yep, I sure did. I had yeah. cheese balls too. <laughs> Cheese balls, mott sticks, and pizza. Oh man, that, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. God, that's so much cheese. I, 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 you don't need to answer this, but it's hard for me to believe you weren't constipated after. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it was like a paste uh, for a while. Oh god, like the Play-Doh but, Fun yeah. Factory. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. I just oh, turned turned god. a crank and it came out like spaghetti. <laughs> oh man, like that hair spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. God. I'm hating this. Let's move on. She's um, fortunately I have an out here because uh, we are joined for the second week in a row by another guest. That's why I sleep till noon. What's NPA up, NPA is in the house. Nice. What's up, Nolan? I got a sounder now. I realized you, got a you, sounder. you dropped that into the last week, which was great. But uh, hello, I'm so glad I can join you again. It's the no host. How's your? Uh, How's your week of the no host? That was easy. You know what? That I actually thought easy. of that. I am a no host because I'm not a host. <laughs> right? Yeah. Man. Yeah, it took us a while to come up with Jared's because you don't have a fucking... You need to get a name that ri- that goes with the rhyme scheme. Yeah, change your name Nolan for this was podcast. built for this shit. Yeah, I was going to say, Nolan, all of your shirts actually have sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I mean, I mean, the bro host. Every bro uh, doesn't have sleeves. Come on. Oh, no, that's the wrong song. Uh, At Jared Buckendall. There we go. <laughs> Perfect song. Wow. Nolan, uh, you're, you enjoyed your turkey here in Iowa, hanging out with, uh, hanging out with the bro host there. How's your, how's your last uh, week or 10 days or so been, your, your vacation time in Iowa? You know, it's been pretty good. And uh, I actually, I would like to throw out, the, I had ham, and I think ham Ooh. is a superior food to turkey. Mm. I would Let's also agree with that statement. I'm in agreement as well. I'm a ham over turkey guy. Seth, what do you think? Ham in general, yes. Like bacon, ham sandwich. I still like turkey over ham and sandwiches. Um, I prefer turkey. I'm a turkey man. Debate. Go. <laughs> turkey man. <laughs> Seth, I'm not sure if I can trust you anymore, but... Uh... Yeah. The thing is, turkey, you don't got much going for it. With ham, you can get a nice smoke. You can get a nice mystique. Uh, you can, you can smoke. Get, you can get you a honey ham. You haven't had the, all of those things apply to turkey. Haven't you been to the deli? Yeah, so they all <laughs> suck. Yeah, right. You can get turkey versions of all that. <laughs> Damn <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay, I, 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 don't you that. test me on my turkey knowledge, son. <laughs> you can put ham on a sandwich. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the argument I was making. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think there is anything that I mean, other than it's okay. Like, is is brown sugar good on a turkey? Ooh. Could be. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My girlfriend Gina made. Uh. So the turkey she did last week had 
uh, there was whiskey involved and Ooh, oh, there that was also brown sugar involved. It was fucking fire. It was so good. I've been bragging about it all week. I didn't even do anything. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll try that and reassess. But for now, ham still has my top spot. Nah. Yeah. I'm the only Just the like only... a nice, a fucking thick Christmas ham is my favorite Ooh. shit. Yeah, dude, yeah. The only thing ham has over turkey is bacon. And there is turkey bacon, but it sucks. Um, <laughs> ham, to me, is... I, I would much rather have a turkey sandwich over a ham sandwich any day. And I eat a really? lot of sandwiches from Subway no, and no. Jimmy John's. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so moving on uh, from well, food, though, uh, Cody, last week you had asked me um, what the music I make, what other artists does it sound like? And I was not satisfied oh, yeah. with my answer. Uh, so Spotify went ahead and wrapped up all of my favorite artists from the from this year and Spotify wrapped. And so um, I'm heavily influenced by the music I listen to. So my I'm going to update my answer. Uh, it yes. is some weird combination of the following five artists, Black Bear, <laughs> NF, Linkin Park, Eminem, and Mike Shinoda. So nice. if you if you look up my stuff on Spotify, you can expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I think the Linkin... I don't, I'm not familiar with the other artists, but the Linkin Park one seems apt. Um, and then you know I have heard... Uh, <laughs> Who's this well, Eminem fella? <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. Um, the, it wasn't uh, Mike Shinoda in Linkin Park? Yeah, Mike Shinoda is the uh, he's the rapper in Linkin Park, and he has yeah. his own project as well. He, which I really did he like. do the the ten um, percent luck that one? Yep, Fort Minor. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit! I like them a lot. I yeah. like Fort Minor. Fort. I would compare you to Fort Minor. I think that that's a good match. Yeah, it's a pretty close. Um, uh, yeah, it is. What about? Um, I wonder what you think of like Twenty One Pilots. Oh, do I love Twenty One Pilots. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that would I would have guessed because they're, they're another one that I think. I and I don't know whether this is an insult or a compliment or what, but I I would compare your style to them um, as well. I, I think that they're like the biggest band maybe in the world at Ever. the moment, so um, I would take that as a compliment. There you go. There you, you go. You told me the Spice Girls aren't killing it still. <laughs> they are on my playlist. My yeah. Spotify looked very strange. Um, so here's actually, a story you, from A to Z. <laughs> You brought up the uh, the year rewind thing that Spotify did. They they did it for creators also, and so we got a version of it for the SoCo show, and it told us that we put out uh, what was the number? Was it five thousand hours mm-hmm. of podcast minutes. Oh, in the last twelve minutes. months? Five thousand minutes. Yeah, sorry, five thousand minutes of podcast 5, 000, in the last six hundred <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so if if you have listened to all of that. We are so sorry. It was like 83 <laughs> you spent hours, that right? many minutes. That's a lot of time. Yeah, 83 hours or so. Uh, and that's that's just this year. So we got a few shows yet to do. So, man, it's funny how much time adds up. Let's not think about it or I'll get depressed. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of fun stuff on the show this week. We have another new game. Uh, and and uh, so Seth, Seth has invented a new game that is music-based. Uh, so uh, we're going to have Nolan involved in this. And uh, I'm really excited about this one. So we're going to have a brand new game today. Uh, We've got some TV corner. We've got some movie uh, reviews. And then it was my week for We Missed the Boat. So a lot of fun stuff here. Um, Obviously, as we have been doing for the last couple months, we're going to lead the show uh, with some questions from the audience here uh, that we sourced via Twitter. So let's do a quick jump into that. Any questions? Seth, what's the situation over there? You got some questions loaded up? (laughs) I forgot that that was the... uh the old sounder for that one. Um, I do have some questions and here they come. All right. 
We are now out of the Mike V um, questioning, and we are into... Thank God! <laughs> We're now into uh, the Dirty Dan section, because this is from Ooh. at Dirty Dan Roder. Um, his fir- we'll do we'll do uh, two of them because um, the first one is just a, a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun one. Uh, he says, "How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if the wood was used by Mike's wood?" <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that is a good question. I think, kind of, how much wood do you have? I guess that's my mm-hmm. response. Like as much as you need between between that woodchuck and Mike, that wood is getting worked. I promise you that. <laughs> what was the uh what was the other one you did that for when we free that's what yeah because Lindsay oh, was God. on then yeah yeah that's right that's right the female audience doesn't love the grunt we mm-hmm. found uh i don't know what you guys think do you guys want to weigh in on the woodchuck question um can you repeat the question once more how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if the wood was used by Mike's wood. So I kind of feel like it depends on the relationship between the woodchuck and Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Mike fucks the woodchuck. <laughs> I mean, are they brothers? Are they cousins? Yeah. Are they roommates? Sister, siblings? Sisters, brothers, cousins, roommates, ghost, grandmothers, grandfather, you know, something like that. Yeah, ghost of uh, Christmas past. Yep. It, there's there's some, there's some ever... stuff to unpack there. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack because I feel like if a ghost showed up and the the form it took was a woodchuck, then there's a lot, a lot to unpack. There has to be a story there. Hmm. So that that's my answer. I guess we can. Uh, in uh, not enough information. Yeah, I not guess, enough cash. I guess the yeah. I I would I would select not enough information, and then also if you were to give me more information, what kind of wood are we working with? A mm. nice cedar, Mike's maybe wood. an oak. No, Maybe we know nice Mike mahogany. owns the wood. You know, a nice mahogany out there wood. is really the cream of the crop right now. People are loving those mahogany tables. That's right. That's the well, thing. What kind, ch- what kind of wood are we working with? Well, I know Mike has wood. What chuck are we working with? A it's regular. Mike's <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't no woodchuck chucking that thing because that thing is a hog. <laughs> yeah. No way. Woodchuck, your average woodchuck could not handle. If you had a super woodchuck, maybe. But... Yeah. Mike has a kid, and it actually came out of his penis. That's how big his penis is. It can just, kids can live in there and grow and come out. It's crazy. And he walked out. He had a job. He had a job when he walked out. There's a ton of room in there. (laughs) I'm an insurance adjuster. He walks away. Is it too late to not be on this episode? um, Well, yeah, you're stuck with us now. Pull the ripcord. Pull the ripcord. You know when uh, Aladdin rubs the lamp and the genie comes out? (laughs) Oh no! I think, that's, I think that's how it happens. It comes out like <laughs> grows into a full person. Oh, such a kink in the neck. Oh god! Wow. Well, we're off to a good start with uh, mm-hmm. with Dan's question there. Uh, what what else has Dan got for us? We'll, we'll do one more of his. Is the word S or oh sorry? Is it the S or C that is silent in the word sent? I have a strong opinion on this. Wait, what? In the word "cent," s so s c e n t. Oh, yeah. I thought he meant like a penny. Which which letter? <laughs> which letter is silent in that word? So I think. Don't you mean skylent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I Got think him. It's the C. 
C is a worthless letter. It, yeah, on but its, it's own, also sent, though. You could, yeah, you could just spell that with an S. Yeah, isn't it pronounced <laughs> Kent? You, you, can, <laughs> you can always replace C with another letter. Mm-hmm. So why have a C? Yeah. It's stupid. You don't need it. And the, the only time it makes yeah, a sound that's unique to it is when it's with an H. So the letter should just be CH. You know what? You're right. Because in this situation, a C in any or almost all world words is pointless. A schedule? Why is there a C in there? You don't need it. Schedule. Hmm. Schedule? If you're British, they don't even say schedule. it. Schedule. <laughs> no. Yeah, schedule. You, need it, you, need it in ske- you need it in schedule. No, you don't. you need the scat. No, you Sk- could put a K. Scat. Oh yeah, we're forgetting yeah, our the friend K. the K and the S. They make both the sounds yeah, that a C makes. Here's here's the thing. I I like C's um, mostly because my name is entirely dependent on them. Man. But you you could you could replace with a C's in my name with K's. But I I've never met a Cody spelled with a K that I liked. Well, so I don't think I want to do that. That's that's fair. <laughs> but if the letter C never existed, it's like you don't know what you lost. You know, you would just true. be Cody with a K. That's true. If there's no C's in your names, you'd be you'd be Odie Mihill. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'd have an easier time getting a fucking Twitter handle and an email address. With that <laughs> one, so that that wouldn't be too bad. I think it's the C that's silent. I think the S is doing all the work. I'm, I disagree. I'm going C. I gotta I agree. Like the S is definitely pulling more weight around there. No. When have you ever heard an S not make that sound? This sound. Uh, uh, pizza. Those are Z's. Dang it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are Z's. Rerudo? <laughs> Cheese? Cheese? Cheese. Ooh. Okay, the, never mind. The, I mean, the real answer it's to that is, in like, is when it's followed by an A. Is it? It's in shoes. Wait a minute. Are you sure it's so a Z? the S is pulling the weight, but you could switch out a Z for an S? Well, that's because people just want to pronounce Z's weird. I don't have an issue with Z's. They stay in their own lane. Cheese. I think cheese would be better. Cheese is always better with a Z in it. Yeah. Because you want to know a, a fun uh, uh, food industry fact? If you spell it C-H-E-E-Z, it doesn't have to be real cheese. <laughs> that's, <why laughs> that's really it. That's The FDA says if you call it, if you spell it differently, you cannot, like, heart, like, um. It's not false uh, advertising. Yeah, like a like a McChicken doesn't have to be made of chicken because it's a McChicken. That's not Whoa, really stop. Stop. Um, you are yeah. blowing McNuggets. my mind right now. So a Big yeah, Mac those... is not made out of Macs? <laughs> no, it's not. They used to be back in like the 40s, but they haven't been doing that. They ran out of them. Yeah. They do make no, McDoubles out of doubles, of like... though. Yeah, those are the... yeah, that's the rare exception. Hmm. Um, but the I read that on a list of like things that food industry people want other people to know and it was that it was if something on a men if you're in a restaurant and you uh, something on the menu is spelled incorrectly it's on purpose and they're probably going to feed you some fake shit like crab with a k is a really common thing mm. um <laughs> and then they said not unless you don't have c's if, <laughs> then it's the only thing <laughs> well see that's why we need the c's so that we what can the fuck were they feeding fake crabs what the fuck were they pe- feeding people the crusty crab then <laughs> crusts hey well it would be really, wouldn't it be weird Sardines. if it were crab, though? I think, isn't there a conspiracy theory that it is crab because Mr. Krabs is the only crab? Me. But then again, he has his I, mom, right? 
Mrs. Krabs. His mom is there, and then oh he no, has no 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 no, I'm not gonna murder his own uh, mom. Sorry, I'm gonna reel that back. Apparently, the rumor or conspiracy is that Krusty Krabs or the burgers are whale. That's why his daughter oh, is Pearl. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I so think, is he cutting pieces off of her, or does he just... Like, no, like, she's, he, she's he, a sperm like, whale. Yeah, like the yeah, uh, the, the mama there. whale or whatever died, but then it had a baby, so he adopted it, but then all of the meat is used into Krabby Patties. Ugh. Wouldn't that be fucking mm. nuts if they made, like, a dark Spongebob movie where in, like, the end, like, he ends up, like, turning her into the... The cycle continues Krabby and he Patties makes her... Krabby Patties are your mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh. He reveals that to her and then makes her into the next line of Krabby Patties. Dude, that's like some kind of weird, like, uh, hostile, like, uh, reveal type thing. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine they only call it Krusty Krab because it's in Bikini Bottom and they just wanted to make that stupid joke. <laughs> Wait, what joke? Oh, yeah. There's a ton. Just like Sandy Cheeks. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wish wow. my last name was Cheeks. Cheeks, that's a word you can't have without, uh, without a C. Y- yes, you can well, how are you supposed to make the ch? The, the letter would become ch. Like that would be oh, a I different see. You're letter. You're just making it a new letter. Yeah, because Howard. yeah, so ch would be like where the letter c is. It would just be the ch sound, and then the s and the k sounds would go to those letters respectively. Hmm. You also couldn't do the icky vicky song without c's. <laughs> It'd be Ikey Vikey. <laughs> um, I think I think what the C is doing in the word sent is it's telling you that you're not talking about a penny and you're not talking about what you did with the letter. And so S, you needed a third. I don't know why they use the same word a third time, but I think I think that's what it's third doing. Word. I think it's not trying to. I think it's not trying to affect the pronunciation, but it's trying to show you. Um, that we're not talking about those other two versions. No, I call word. bullshit because there's so many words in the English language that it's the same word for different things anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Like <laughs> ass? Yeah. I'm trying to think or of ass. more. I don't know why I can't. If you see if there. you see ass but with Z's on the menu, leave the restaurant. <laughs> it's not even it's not real, real ass. Business. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Dan, shockingly, has uh, provided us with two pretty solid questions. We got some real time out of those questions. So shout out to Dan. Uh, Read his Twitter handle one more time, Seth, so folks can go find him. At Dirty Dan Rodert. There you go. Dirty Dan Rodert. Rodert spelled R-O-T-E-R-T with a silent C at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you want to hear your questions answered on the SoCo Show, just send a tweet over to Seth. He's at SoCo Show Pod. Uh, so tag us in your tweet and uh, send it over to us. And if it's a question, we'll answer it right here on this podcast. So uh, thanks to Dan Rotert as well as Mike V, who we mentioned, uh, for always being great about sending in questions. So there we go. Any questions? So as I said before, lots of stuff to get into today. We're uh, excited to have Nolan with us, uh, especially for this new game coming up. But before we dive into that, you know we got to hit you with some chic tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik, always asking the tough questions. Always really just thinking uh, thoughts uh, like the normal everyday man would. (laughs) But he's the legend of the earth, so they're always better. He says, he asked a question. I think we've all all asked ourselves at one point in our lives. Um, He asked, how much beer is too much beer? I asking for a friend. (laughs) Hmm. I would say 42. 
Dang, I was going to say 43. Wait, in like one setting? Just in I don't general. Know. No, just that. That's just too much beer. 42. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm saying like 67. Not 69. <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> you're t- so you're telling me if you drank 67 beers, you wouldn't drink two more beers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You're, you're already right. there. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I got to do this. I got to <laughs> see it out. 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, if if the question is like how many of something you can do, I think sixty nine is actually the perfect answer because once you've done sixty nine of something, why would you try to do a seventieth? You know, just stop at sixty nine. Especially if you're like Joey Chestnut and that's how many glizzies you ate on the Fourth of July. <laughs> I, it, it would, the the record would be sixty nine, and I would just keep doing the same until someone beat me. The th- the only other number worth chasing is four twenty, and it's so much more than sixty nine. So you might mm-hmm. as well quit yeah. while you're ahead. You're right. You're not going to make it. So I think that's our answer, Sheik, is 69 beers. Uh, 70 beers is too many, but 69 beers is the right amount. There we go. Drink responsibly, folks. I call you a punk. Let's shout out our sponsors for the show. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description box and you'll get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free. And also, I uh, want to shout out uh, Mike Hass, who uh, used our code, uh, apparently. So, shout right out. Right on. I like it. I got to go get I think we get a little bit of money. I, I, I look at that so rarely that um, I need to go check on that. But shout out to the Hass man for, uh, does, does he get called that? Is he going to like that I called him that? I don't know. I don't know. We can ask him later. Uh, the Hass Man is out there getting his free Audible. Uh, I used my uh, Audible credit this month on Ready Player Two, which I've now finished. Uh, and I think at some point soon we'd like to do a spoilery episode talking about Ready Player Two. Seth, I think you're still working through it because mm-hmm. uh, you you had a you're working on a second book too that it sounds like you've been enjoying. Mm-hmm. The Promised Land. I talked about it in my one more thing last week, and about listened to about ten ten more hours of it since. Um, but it's fantastic, so recommend that. There you go. If you need some Obama in your life, uh, which I think a lot of us do, uh, or if you want to catch the sequel to Ready Player One, which is a favorite of ours, uh, check that out. And then keep an eye, keep an ear out and an eye out for uh, some spoiler talk for Ready Player Two coming up soon here. Uh, let's see what else we got. Mathis Designs. That's our friend Steph. She's a graphic designer. So if you uh, want to get some cool stationery, get some design work done, or commission a piece for yourself, uh, head over to MathisDesigns.com. Get that piece. Get that piece. Uh, speaking of pieces, we got Mike and his wood. Uh, if you want to get your wood worked, head over. I, I fucked up the whole thing. I don't know why I did it wrong. But anyway, Corn Fed mm-hmm. and Wed is this the uh, this store online. You can head over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Corn Fed and Wed if you want to get your wood worked. Oh, Mike. <laughs> there you go. Uh, promo code SoCo Show Pod is still out there for 10% off uh, all the cool uh, woodworking pieces that Mike is putting together. So if you're still looking for something for the holidays, uh, get your orders in now so that you can get that back. And again, SoCo Show Pod will get you 10% off. Shout out to Mike and Courtney for hooking y'all up there. Uh, we have uh, right here on the show uh, our very own NPA. He's uh, not only the composer of our, I don't know if composer is the right word, you'll probably correct me, of our uh, intro and outro music, but also streaming artist on Spotify in his own right. So uh, head over there, link in the description box, go uh, go uh, follow Nolan so that, uh, or NPA, I guess, so that you're, you can catch all the new drops, uh, especially recently you're going to want to check out Sleep Till Noon. That's why I sleep till noon. There That's me, I'm singing. That. Yeah. That was don't all live, me. by don't the way. Don't sue me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't copyright claim us for using your music. <laughs> You're going down. And ah, the, shit. I think the word you're looking for is producer. Uh, you were the composer producer. of that go. gem. There you go. Yeah, there you go, Seth. You and we're, we're composers. <laughs> cool. It's so easy. Oh man. If uh, if you're a composer who needs a producer, then uh, you might want to also check out Room Fifty Six Studios. So we got JB and NPA both in the house tonight. Uh, the guys are helping you put together uh, video projects, sound editing, graphic design, anything to make your podcast, your YouTube video, your TikToks uh, look like you know what the hell you're doing. Uh, so head on over to Room Fifty Six Studios dot com so you can hook up with the guys and uh, talk about talk about getting some help with it, with your stuff. Waka waka. <laughs> if you use uh, the promo code uh, Soco Show Pod, I will charge you ten percent more money. Ooh, there. We oh, go. nice. Yeah. Ooh, so that's the real wow. deal there. So help out these the holidays. these uh, starving artists, people. That's right. But if if you want to, if you're if you don't know what to get your sweetheart for Christmas, and you thought, man, maybe a video of a cat's head spinning rapidly with poop shooting out of it, we can do that. <laughs> we have the resources. <laughs> we have top well, Cody, I know what I'm getting you. I'm excited. I don't even care that it's been spoiled. I'm excited to get my Christmas present. You know what we call, you know what we call that project? The Scat Cat. <laughs> yes, it's, oh, oh, yeah, it's, cat cat. it's playing uh, uh, the audio from Kronk in Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kronk is a great, he's a great character. Um, so w- once again, room56studios.com so you can hook up with these fools. Uh, I want to hit the sounder one more time just because I like it. Waka waka. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, we got what? that one. There you go. Uh, also, if you uh, once you get your podcast and it's all produced and ready to put out there, consider using Anchor. Uh, that's who we use. Here's a quick ad about them. All right, Anchor, also the place where you can head if you want to become one of our Anchor wankers. Wanker. Uh, our podcast supporters who are shooting us a few bucks a month to keep the podcast going keep us improving the show and um allowing us to to continue to do new and exciting things with it so big shouts out to all of our existing anchor wankers if you want to become a wanker for yourself uh, head over to the anchor page click that support button choose the amount that's right for you and even if you're not a wanker Wanker. uh, we really appreciate you guys clicking on these episodes sharing them with your friends helping us grow the party because every listen does help the show so really appreciate that and Cody, uh, last week I, I, I th- put this in at the end of the show, so I thought now it might be a good time to reiterate more in the in the beginning here. Once you guys hit 25, I will debut an NPA song exclusively on the SoCo show. So I think you said you're it at is. 10. Is that right? Yes. So we yeah. got our 10th uh, during this last live show, so, so we got a little ways to go. But I'm excited for this. 15 more, and you get a new song. 25 what? Wankers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man there you go more wankers and we're gonna get some Wanker. exclusive music there you go i just wanted to hear it one more time <laughs> um uh don't forget also anchor is the place where you can go to leave us voicemail we've got a live show coming up in a couple weeks on december 17th that's a thursday night at um 8 p.m central time so if you want to hear your voice we, we like to play voicemails during the live show so if you want to hear your voice on the upcoming live soco show which will be over there on j buck studios at jared buckendall on the youtubes uh send us a voicemail via the anchor page and, and we just may play it on the live show uh for now though i'm really excited to get into this uh this was an idea that that seth popped into our group texts uh this last week that i, I all of us i think immediately were like fuck yes we have to do this game. Um, 
I don't have... Ah, you know what? I do have a sounder for it. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. The new game. That's what this is. So... This is uh, this is a music related game. We're gonna marry up uh, our, our love for music and and uh, the the collective producing talent that we share amongst all of us. Uh, we're yeah, gonna okay. leverage that music knowledge to, <laughs> and combine it with our love for film. Uh, so Seth, tell us tell us what you worked up for us this week. Um. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's a new game apparently. Um. That's that's the name. That's gonna be the forever name of this game, which we'll probably never play again because it's very hard to come up with a bunch of these. Um. Um. I, I actually like. I thought of this during J Buck Live last night. Um. Because uh, when I uh, knew Nolan was still around, I'm like, oh, we gotta have him back on. So, um, came up with a music game and. I was I I just was like all right let's do a music game I had no details worked out when I texted you guys that so I I came up with a few more ideas and I'm like this is way fucking hard to come up with because there's so many options for certain like there's so many songs that are in movies a whole bunch right so mm-hmm. it, there's not like a lot of great articles a lot of the articles are like the same twenty songs that appear in movies but we all know movies like worst like just. Like newer movies where we hear, oh, that song was in this movie like three months ago or something like that. So, like that that happens, but they don't write a lot of articles about like which one. So you have to kind of figure it out yourself or just type in popular song, which movie is this in. So I think these will all be easy enough to come up with. But essentially, what the game is, um, the three of you will be playing. So Cody, Nolan, and Jared will be competing. Um, I have six songs, um, all pretty popular songs. Um, that are in a specific movie I'm trying to get them, get them to name. Um, I'm going to give them the song title and the year the movie came out. Um, the, the part of this game is that they also get guesses if they'd like. If they um, don't want to use any guesses, I think they can get it right off the bat, they get four points. Um, and then with each additional guess, up to three guesses, it takes away a point. So they want one guess, they get three points, two guess, they get two points, and then one, um, or sorry, backwards. Did I do that backwards? Three. Yeah, three Three guesses, you get one point. Sorry. Um, I'm going to flip some dice here um, to, to do the order so that it's not, not not that I'm influencing the game here by knowing which questions are which. Completely random. Um, and you can also have the option to pass. So if, let's say, Cody's going first, he hears the song title and the year, and he's like, I have no fucking clue, he can pass it to the next person in line based off the dice roll. Then that person can either choose if they know it or... Um, pass it on. If it comes back to Cody, then he has to do it. He has to guess it. So, anything else I'm leaving out? I don't think so. But I'm fucking cranked for this. All right. Uh, I I was I was immediate the, when when you sent the idea over. I was like, why weren't we already doing this? This is super fun. Of course, now we know that it's really fucking hard to set up. But I'm stoked. <laughs> I've been waiting all day to do this. So let's fucking fire it up. All right, let's do it. Um, we're gonna do a dice roll here. Um, to whoever gets the highest gets to go first. And then so on from there. So, uh, let's go with uh, Nolan, since you're the you're the guest here. Um, we're gonna roll for you. Say uh, say when. I'm ready. It's by talk. Ready. Three, two, one. When? Nolan has two. Wow, that is a bad. That's roll. a terrible roll. Yeah. All right. I thought I was Jared? supposed to say when. So I feel like I got ripped so off. So you want to redo it? Okay. Well, no, no, let's no, do it. no, no, no. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Jared. Say when you want. Tell me when to hit okay, it. I want a seven. <laughs> All right. Go. I'm hitting it. 
Oh, big four. money, big money. Ooh, yeah, you four. beat two. Congrats. <laughs> All right, I Cody. Your score. <laughs> you ready? Say when. Let's when. Oh, one. Oh, fuck, come on. Incredible. <laughs> All right, right. so the order is Jared, Nolan, then Cody. (laughs) All right. Jared, the first song I'm going to give you is Sweet Home Alabama. Wait, what? Sweet Home Alabama. And 2001 is the year the movie came out. Space Odyssey. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Do you think you can get it off the bat? Yeah, man, I got this. All right. It's the movie Sweet Home Alabama. No way. <laughs> so, I also forgot to mention the rules. Yeah, now you're changing uh, the rules. No, we, we talked about it beforehand. Lies. You also lose you lose the points. Lies. Um, that, uh, I'm going to turn my camera off here. Um, you lose the points that, if, if you guess and get it wrong, you lose those points. So, Jared is now at negative four. Does the question pass Yikes. on? Did I say the answer? No. Or does he get does he get more guesses or does the does it go to Nolan now? Um also is it a no, guess or is it just like you giving a hint? I can give you th- I can give you up to three additional guesses. Like so let's, let's let's do let's do uh let, let's do steals. So it, it'll it'll go to go to Nolan next. Sweet home Alabama two thousand one. Okay, but if I'm but, wrong, do I lose points as well? Yes. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Sweet but home. you can you, choose to pass or get the hints. Yeah. Do you want hints? Do you want to pass? Mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> How many <laughs> hints would you like? Would you like one? Do you no, think you can get on no, one No, Mama hint? didn't raise no bitch. I'm guessing... That's the movie? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, no, give me give me a hint. You want one hint? Yeah. You just, can have up to three. Well, I have to decide now how many I'm going to take? Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is That's... so risky. Uh, <laughs> okay. You better, you better take them all because I know it, so you don't want me to get these points. Okay, okay. then give me all the yeah. guesses. All right. Um, the first one is poop. So that made it more the second, ambiguous. <laughs> the second one is janitor. Wow, this is too easy. <laughs> Screw you, man. And the third one yeah. is mullet. Uh, is it Wayne's World? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> you only so lost I one heard, point. I heard the um, the clues, so I'm only going to get one point. Oh, for I this, think I, I yeah. now. Yep. Okay. It's uh, it's Joder. Yeah, yep. damn it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I I knew that one immediately. Uh, I thought Jared had it too when he said he knew it right away. I thought for sure that yeah, that Sweet Home Joder. Alabama was 2002. Mm. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize they were that close. That's funny. Nolan. Yeah. Okay. We're on. We're on to you. The second song is going to be "Come and Get Your Love," and the year is 2014. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. No one has four well, points. Man, that was easy wow, as let's crap. Let's just give him yeah, four points. <laughs> wow. Whoever, whoever made this, these questions needs to be fired. <laughs> hey, that's what you get for rolling a four. Wait, I'm sorry. Does that put Jared seven points behind me now? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> come back. <laughs> All right. So no one has four. Cody has one. Jared has negative four. <laughs> Wait, why does Cody have one? Oh, because he heard the guesses, right? No, he I got, got Yeah, he got, got yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Cody. We have Bring it. "Take Me Home, Country Roads." Oh come 20, on! For 2017, <laughs> it's in every movie that year. <laughs> Take you me fuck. home, <laughs> country roads. Uh, 
I think I know it. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for all the points. Wow. Um, yeah, I because it's between two. I, I'm not certain I have the year right on the second movie. I think it might be, and I'm certain you wouldn't choose that movie because you hate it. So I'm gonna say that uh, you are wanting Logan Lucky. <laughs> what? Oh come on! Oh, that's cheap. Fuck you. That's cheap. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Fine. Okay, Jared can guess. Should have took some fucking. You should have took some goddamn. I should have took the guesses. Yep. Okay, Uh, Jared. I got a question. Can I say like I want one clue and then two clues and then three or do I have to just pick all up right up front? He's a he's a dirty capitalist. Uh, Give me two clues. Two clues. Yeah, Yeah. All right. Poppy and briefcase. I feel like your clues make things way more ambiguous. I'm more confused now than I've ever been. Oh, is it uh, Green Book? I don't know. I guess give me the last clue. All right. The first two clues, Poppy and Briefcase. Wait, okay, actually, hold up, hold up. If I take the clue, do I have to answer, or can I still pass? Yeah. You can't, you have to pass. You either have to choose to pass, or... Okay, then I'll pass, because I'm certain I don't know it. (laughs) Can I still get some points, Seth, back, because I know this? Did you just look it up, Um, because you were on your computer? No. You, You already tried, so it's no, no. Oh fuck you! Well, I'm gonna say it anyway. It's it's Kingsman Golden Circle. Yeah, <laughs> that was horseshit. Because I was thinking it was either it was either that or Logan Lucky, and I know you really don't like that Kingsman movie, so I'm like, yeah. there's no way you picked that. So that's uh-huh. why I went Logan Lucky. Why do you God think I did it? Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you piece of garbage. You juked me out. I get it. What's the score? You said you're keeping track. So Jared just lost two more points. So. <laughs> Jared is now at minus six, and Nolan is still at three, and I'm at minus three. Oh, I have four. I didn't answer that. Yeah, you last do have one. four. Yeah, uh, but, but you, you had minus one from the first question. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were minus one on Joe Dirt, and then you got plus three or plus four, so you were at three. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're yep. right. Yeah. All right. Who are we on so to? So this will be to Jared. Jared. Yep. Okay. I'll I'll take a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with, um, this one is uh, Stuck in the Middle with You from 1992. Ooh. Um, Is that Reservoir Dogs? It is. Jared's back in the game. Nice. That is a good one. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. (laughs) So Jared is to negative two. All the way up to minus two. That's that's very much in the game. Come back, baby. Nolan's at three and Cody's at, what are you at again? Negative three? Minus three. Cody? Yeah, okay. Wait, which All of right. you is keeping the score? I have it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Nolan, your song is Push It to the Limit. High School Musical. <laughs> I didn't give you the... I know. <laughs> it's, also, <laughs> it's also not that. Um, and for, the year is 1983. 1983? I'm thinking of the Corbin Blue song that's in uh, Jump In, the Disney movie. Ooh, you seen that's that one? <laughs> Um, Let's push it to the limit. I hope you know it, Nolan, because I do. Uh, well, here's the thing: I don't because that came what out you do. twelve run, years. Run before down to the clues so he only gets one point. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But then I lose a point no oh. matter what. There is strategy here. What? How many points do you have, Cody? He has negative three. I have minus three. You lead me by six right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Ascent, Miami, Montana. Uh, is it a cent like a penny or like a cent as in like going a up? cent like got it. Uh, yeah, rising. Uh, yeah, 
clarifying that didn't help me at all because I don't know it. Is <laughs> Joe Montana? Is that a movie even? I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to guess Citizen Kane. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were. I thought for a half a second you were about to guess correctly. Um, but uh, it's not. It's not Joe Montana. It's Tony Montana. It's um, Scarface. Yep. Ah. Uh, Yep. Ding, ding. I've never Cody seen Scarface. Ding, ding. Booyah. <laughs> that gives me all the way up to minus two. I'm within striking distance, baby. This is this the last question, Seth? I think it is. Oh no. So I can I can pull into What's a tie score? with Nolan. It is minus two for Jared, minus two for Cody, and two for Nolan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you gotta get come back. The song is Tiny Dancer from the year two thousand. The movie's from the year two thousand. Oh crap. Ah, crap. Do I know this? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I might. Oh, is that the right year? I don't think it's the right year. So there's some strategy here. If you don't know right, it... You need to make a choice. If you don't know it and you won't get four points, you can't tie with me. So you might as well you ruin Jared's chances counter of now. too. I, I don't think this is right. Um, Take the hints. But I'm going to say... Three. I'm going to say almost famous. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah! Oh, no. I laughed because you just watched that. Yep. <laughs> that's why I thought, that's why I thought I, I was, called that, you up. That's why I thought I had a chance. Because um, I was like, oh, if it's from that. But I, I didn't know if the year was right. So mm-hmm. that pulls me into a tie with Nolan. So I think, is I there think anything we can do about a tie break? Cody should lose a point for every time he accidentally triggered a sounder. <laughs> well, actually, I forgot there was one more hidden rule. Uh... That if any if uh, any two people tie, it goes to the next person to that third person. So Jared wins. Yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> this is horseshit. For three to the win. Yes. LeBron James at the buzzer. You get a fucking cookie and a star. Wow. <laughs> Very well done, Jared. The Very sounder well even done. says for the three, and I'm the third. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you're not wrong. Um, wow. This is fun. I, I, I want to do this again. So whenever you do get uh, a handful more questions, let's play this game again because it was rather fun. Um, <laughs> so no, no clear winner here today, but uh, going through some, some music, going through some songs and matching them up with some films. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this one too. If you um, want, want to, to help be contribute. my baby. What's <laughs> <laughs> the next line? I don't know it. I don't remember. I don't know. By the way, the Google Assistant, you can hum a song to it now, and it will tell mm-hmm. you what the song is. Uh, that's a funny commercial. So anyway, uh, if, if you have an idea for this game, uh, send tweet a song and a year to Seth at SoCo Show Pod, and then maybe DM him the answer or something, uh, or just send him both those things, and I think you'll be able to Google it and maybe find out. But um, send us some, gest- some suggestions for the, uh, the new game, the new song and movie game, because uh, this, this is pretty fun. I think Joe Dirt is probably my favorite movie out of this group. What's your guys'? Guardians? I'd, I'd probably say Joe Dirte. Yeah. Mm. Seth, what do you think? I mean, Almost Famous is, is up there. I like that a lot. Um, I, uh, I'm not a huge Joe, Joe Dirt fan, actually. I, I know wrong. that's an unpopular opinion, but... Loser! <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a fan of Joe Dirt 2, Still Dirty. Um, is that what it was called? 
No, <laughs> it's called like Amer. It's called like American Idiot. Or I something. thought it was Riding Filthy. <laughs> uh, Beautiful Loser is what it's called. That was on Crackle. So, That's fucking nuts. Yeah, do with that information whatever you want. Um, yeah, probably, uh, probably almost famous or I don't know. Guardians is good, but yeah, not my favorite. Although Guardians, uh, Guardians Two did grow on me quite a bit when I watched it the second time uh, for my big MCU rewatch <laughs> last year. So, ew, because yeah. it grew on me big time. Yeah. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that is gonna do it for the new, uh, the new, uh, wait, new we'll release rectal exam. Later. It's not the new release rectal exam. No, it's Damn. not. It's the the song, the new, the new game. Uh, oh 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. The new game. That's it. It's a new game. <laughs> the game! Do you still have that the song game? somewhere? I don't think I ever had that one, but I'm going to go get it now that you said that. Okay. Well, going on uh, from the movie, again, tweet us your, uh, from the game, the trivia game, uh, tweet us your suggestions, again, at Soko Show Pod, so we can keep that game going. Uh, but let's get forward. We're going to start reviewing some stuff. So here we go. We're going to start in TV. Let's jump into the corner. Television! Down on the corner. Nobody puts All right, it is it is my turn this week in the TV corner. I watched a uh, Netflix show that is getting a ton of traction uh, this last few weeks, The Queen's Gambit. So uh, this stars Anya Taylor Joy as a child. Uh, well, she she ends the movie or she ends the series. I think at eighteen or so, maybe a little bit older than that. So she's a young adult, uh, but the show starts with her as a child chess prodigy. And so the show is about her uh, learning the game of chess and then ascending through the ranks and eventually playing uh, against one of the top players in the world uh, who is Russian at the time, maybe even the top player in the world. So you get, um, there's a lot of chess in here, which is which I know sounds boring to a lot of folks. And, and when, I, when someone told me what the show was about, I was like, ah, I don't want to watch a bunch of chess. But... Um, Honestly, the the first thing I want to mention is that they make chess really fucking exciting in this show. Um, they 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 give you enough uh, real chess information to um, to have you can learn a little bit about the game and everything, but they never are so uh, technical that you don't know what they're talking about. So they do a really good job of walking that line by being realistic but still being entertaining. Um, I would compare it to like some of the movies that you've seen that I don't have an example of this, but like if you've seen a really good poker scene in a movie with like a legit poker hand that feels realistic, it's like that for chess. So, um, cause poker is another thing I never want to watch. I don't care to watch poker, but I'll watch a movie with an exciting scene that's set around a poker game. Like the hangover. And this is a lot of that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like the hangover. Yeah. Um, so I dug this quite a bit, and that was the highlight for me, was that they took chess, they made it exciting, they shot it in a way that was uh, thrilling, really, and, and there's a lot of tension in these chess matches. Um, and then surrounding the chess is uh, the, the life and, and you know, upbringing of, of this character played by Anya Taylor-Joy, who um, she is in an orphanage, um, to start the movie and uh, a janitor teaches her the game starting around her age nine and so the first couple episodes focus on her as a young person learning the game being introduced to the world of chess for the first time and then when they uh, there's a there's a another young girl who's cast as the young version of, of the character whose name I'm, I'm forgetting at the time um, 
But then once they age her up to Anya Taylor-Joy in the second or third episode, then she is rising through the ranks of the chess world and going to all these tournaments, making some money. Um, she, um, uh, she meets a lot of interesting people and, and interacts with them in some interesting ways. Um, I would say that the ancillary stuff around the chess, uh, I was not a huge fan of, but it doesn't get in the way. Uh, that, that's, I think the best thing I can say for it. There are some relationships that pop up. There's some people that come in that do some shit that's not chess related and then leave. And (laughs) all of that is fine. It's not, it's, it's not bad or, or distracting or anything like that. It just didn't grab me like the chess did. And so that I think is what, uh, what really stood out to me. The performance of Anya Taylor-Joy is pretty strong here too. Um, I haven't seen a lot of range from her just because I haven't seen a lot of different types of roles from her. Uh, but this feels like an area where she feels pretty confident. Um, she's a pretty strong female lead. She takes on a lot of men. So I actually watched this with my girlfriend and she was really excited of that. You know, it's a, it's a woman in a man's world and she's going toe to toe with these guys and beating them. And so there is a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a feminist female empowerment uh, kind of uh, battle of the sexes kind of feel to it. Um, but the real highlight for me again is just the way that they took chess and made it exciting. We Gina and I sat down and played chess after we got done watching this. That's how that's how pumped we were about the chess in it. Um, this is getting a lot of really good reviews and, and a lot of talk online these last couple weeks, and I think it's I think it's well deserved. Uh, this is I think six episodes. They're about an hour apiece, so it's a tight watch. You can get through it in a Saturday if you wanted to. Um, but I think uh, pretty strong performances, not only from Anya Taylor-Joy, but from the supporting cast as well. I think the, the story is riveting. They, there's always stakes uh, outside the game of chess that, that keep you interested in what the next game is. Um, I would say that, again, the, the ancillary stuff around the relationships we ha- she has with the other characters. There's also some substance abuse I forgot to mention. Uh, that's a pretty strong theme is, is um, she struggles with uh, some addiction. And so that's a big part of the show. And those things are, are fine, uh, fine to good, I would say. But the, the real winner here is the chess. So if you want to dive in, if you're a fan of poker movies, I think you'll enjoy this. Um, and if nothing else, you'll learn a little bit about chess. So I'm going to give this a strong recommend. I think it's, it's got all the trappings of something that is critically good. So it's shot well, it's acted well. Uh, the script is strong. The, you know, the, the scenes of dialogue are, are, are well done and everything. So I think this is just a really solidly made show that happens to be about chess and still manages to be thrilling. So that would be how I would encapsulate the entire thing. And I would recommend it to everybody. Uh, certainly all three of you guys, I think, would really enjoy this. So if you get a chance to check it out, it's on Netflix right now. So you can go out there and see it. Uh, the Queen's Gambit, by the way, is a move in chess. So that that's why it's called that. Mm. It's a chess move. It's also, yeah. it's also the name, that name of the ship. That Oliver that. Queen goes down on. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought the show was about. Mm-hmm. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Oliver Queen playing chess the whole time. <laughs> it's pretty good. So yeah, that's the Queen's Gambit, Anya Taylor-Joy. You'll see this on your net. They're advertising the shit out of it on Netflix. It's probably in your banner ads. So uh, open mm-hmm. up your Netflix app, and uh, I would recommend giving this one a click. So positive review this week for the Queen's Gambit. That's going to do it for the TV Corner. Television! Down on the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. I, I hope you're not sick of me yet, because uh, I get to keep talking. We're about to get into We Miss Too late. It's my, my, turn to do a little, uh, my turn to do a little movie review. Let's find out what I saw. Oh! I'm on a boat, and... You're going to need a bigger boat. All righty. So We Miss the Boat is, of course, the game where Jared, Seth, and I are uh, re- recommending films to each other that came out in the past 
uh, that we somehow missed. And so these are some dated recommendations we're making our way back to. Uh, I'm going to hit my drum roll and tell you guys what I saw this week. I actually did do my homework. The movie I watched is a one-word title, and it is Brick. Uh, so I, I, I oh, am dang. awarding Jared uh, a point this week. Uh, so I'm going to. Well, I'm going to subtract a BR and insert a D, and that's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! If you're going to insert a D, I, I'm not going to fight you on that. Um, so I'm going to get two points. Uh, Jared is going to get one, and Seth stays stagnant. So uh, that brings me up to six points. So uh, bef- one point before, behind Seth and one point above Jared. So it's a tight game now. Before um, you go into your review, I had an idea. So Nolan, you're around next week, correct? Uh, I am. All right. If you wouldn't, if you uh, would would uh, kindly grace us with your presence once again, I'm thinking we should. Cody, Jared, and I should all um, recommend a movie for Nolan. And whoever of the three movies he picks to watch wins the whole game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get the you get the two points. So there'll be Ooh, no shit. there'll be no like self points here. It's all just straight okay, up. Okay, but the only subscription uh, service that I have is Pornhub. <laughs> I have the I film for you. <laughs> Schindler's Fist. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's nasty. Have God you seen it? Damn. Starring <laughs> starring Liam on his knees, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Everything is everything is in black and white except for the jizz on like one girl's coat. Oh no no no. That's too that's far, Cody. That's oh, too far. That's nice. Okay, uh, that I took it too far. <laughs> yeah, you went yeah, way you're too right. far. You're right. You can't jizz on coats, I guess. People that's died, where we draw man. The line. No coverage. <laughs> People died, man. <laughs> the making of Schindler's List was a hard project. People died on that set. <sighs> anyway, where, where are we? Was I about to review Brick? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, Seth, I think you have a great idea, and I want to do this. Uh, part, of, right. part of me is stalling so I can think of a recommendation for Nolan. Um, but uh, let do me talk review, about Brick. bitch. Yeah, so this is um, this is the the first feature from Ryan Johnson, who went on to do uh, the rise, uh, not the Rise of Skywalker, but um, uh, the Last Jedi, Star Wars number uh, eight, and he also did Knives Out shortly afterwards. I think this fits more closely to the Knives Out side of things. This is a kind of um, <laughs> it's a lot of things, uh, and I really enjoyed this, Jared. This was a good recommendation because after I finished the movie, I went and watched probably half an hour of YouTube videos about the movie because it just intrigued me in that way. So this is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt stars as a high school kid who has a crush on this girl. Um, that's how they kind of open the show um, is that he's kind of crushing on this girl and then she goes missing. And the bulk of the movie is about him trying to find this girl. And he gets mixed in with all these different people and, you know, goes through all these different struggles. Um, it really feels like a cop movie. Um, there, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character even feels like a, like a grizzled veteran cop. But this movie came out in 2005 and he's playing a high school student. So it, it's like the best way for me to describe the movie is like a, a neo-noir police procedural movie set in a high school Mm -hmm. and it's a very cool mix because joseph gordon levitt is playing it like a cop 
he the way he talks is like old like 50s language like he's he he keeps telling people um keep your specs on and he's like (laughs) keep an eye out keep an eye out for this character so he's like keep your specs on for julia and there's all sorts of like old school kind of um slang and um it's also very gritty. There's um, there's drugs in this. There's guns in this. People die. So it's got all the trappings of like a really intense police thriller. Like Schindler's but List. It, because it's set in a high school. Exactly like Schindler's List. Yeah. Um, no, Fist. And <laughs> Schindler's Fist. Yeah. Um, the yuck. The, um, <laughs> Um, and that's a weird to hear me say that probably sounds very fucking weird you're like what is this high school kid running around with guns and drugs and doing all this but it works and I think it works in large part because of Joseph Gordon-Levitt he's he's all in on whatever it is Ryan Johnson told him to do um, but also it's a pretty interesting kind of uh, mystery you know where is this girl what happened who is involved in her disappearance what do all these characters have to do with each other? And so um, that's where the knives out of it all comes into play is that whole thing of what is going on here? Just l- help me figure out, give me the clues. Let's see if I can figure this out. And uh, I really enjoyed this. I, I um, It was interesting. I, I found myself, I very rarely do this, but I found myself a couple of times if I missed some dialogue, rewinding to make sure I caught it because I was never sure what was going to be important later. Um, and uh, I did go ahead and put the subtitles on about 20 minutes into this too. Um, if, you, if you're unaware of the, like I said, that, that theme mixing, the beginning of this movie is going to be very confusing to you. I was a little bit confused in the first 20 minutes or so. And then once I settled into it and I was like, oh, this is what they're going for. It was awesome the whole rest of the way. So if you want a really cool mystery whodunit, really cool thriller, or just something that's a really interesting meshing of a couple genres that you wouldn't think would go together. Um, and or if you want a, another young Joseph Gordon-Levitt performance, uh, I'm going to highly recommend Brick for other folks who haven't seen it. Um this was a really, really well done. And it, it also has, because it's an early movie from Johnson, it, um, aesthetically, they had a very low budget. So not only are all the characters high schoolers, but it almost looks like a movie that high schoolers could have made. And Ryan Johnson wasn't in high school when he made the movie, but um, the whole thing has the feeling of a bunch of kids acting like cops but then the twist in the movie is there's actual shit going on so it's a fun mix and it's it's hard to describe you kind of have to check it out for yourself but i i really did enjoy brick this was a good watch what's funny is um the movie that i put on my own list last week was under the silver lake which is andrew garfield having a crush on a girl she goes missing and he has to go find out find out what's wrong with or why she's missing so uh unknowingly i i picked a very similar uh movie plot so i'm probably gonna go catch under the silver lake this next week um and see how it compares but brick uh jared i commend you that was a solid recommend i really enjoyed it yeah i'm glad that wow. you enjoyed it uh it's been oh god it's probably five six years since i watched it for the first time and yeah it does feel like your 1950s gumshoe kind of typical detective but in a high school setting like um uh the kid detective has definitely pieces that kind of feel mm-hmm. like it uh brick feels a little bit darker though yeah it's dark and then he'll say like one of the things he says a couple times is, um, uh, who are they eating lunch with? Or who are they eating with? And he means, who are they eating lunch with? Who are they hanging out with? Who is in their circle? Mm-hmm. So he'll like go up to someone in like this like gruff cop way and be like, hey, you seen, I think Emily is her name. You seen Emily? You know who she's eating lunch with? And it's like that kind of slang. So it's not only the cop slang, but also some uh, 
high school slang in there. It's, it's super cool. Again, hard to describe, but uh, you'll know what I mean like 15 minutes in. It's very cool. Also, that scene where uh, you, the same uh, uh, landmark that you were at where you're like, oh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. There's a, the, this, the movie heavily features a tunnel uh, that is in El Segundo, California, which is where Ryan Johnson is from. And when I got, I got to work on a film set a couple years ago with Lindsay Monday, who's a friend of the show, um, and we shot at that same tunnel. So that was a kind of cool, uh, that was a big part of why I chose to watch this one too, because I wanted to see how much of a, the area I could see and recognize. So um, yeah, so if you're from El Segundo and you haven't already watched Brick, I would definitely recommend it to y'all. So uh, ordinarily we would be going next to, um, I think it would have been Jared's turn, but uh, we're mm-hmm. going to do a little list for Nolan since he's, uh, since he's agreed to come in and join us on the Miss the Boat Challenge for next week. Oh, I haven't agreed um, to anything. Have you guys been... I, I need to be paid. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been mulling over some choices? I need to think about mine. I had a thought. Um, Nolan, did you see Teen Spirit? Uh, oh, you dirty bastard. No. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you. T- it's uh, it's on Hulu, so you don't have to pay a dime. Um, You're right. I have to pay like six ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> you can borrow. You can borrow Jerry. I don't have Hulu. Um, I, I do actually have. Yeah, you I'm, do. I'm stealing it from someone. Nice. You're stealing it from me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, L. Fanning music movie. Uh, fantastic. Jared loves I it. Do. I love. I love. Uh, funny, funny thing, uh, uh, Seth. When uh, you guys were talking about your Spotify uh, uh, figures and whatnot, I went through it to see like what I had listened to. Uh, Teen Spirit, the album, was what I listened to the most in 2020. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so Teen Spirit from Seth. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Let me rewind. Did you see Heart Hearts Beat yes. Loud? Yeah, we had them watch. Okay. okay. Actually, no joke. After I watched that, I. Like the very next day, uh, within a 24 hour span, I wrote an entire song, like wrote and produced it and everything. That's right. And it's actually one of my favorites. I was thinking if and when you guys get to that 25 uh, anchor wanker contributor uh, mark, I actually might, that might be the song that I, that I released to you guys. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you loved it. It's based on your recommendation. Nice. That's um, when, when you had the idea to do, um, when you had the idea to do this for Nolan, my first thought was Hearts Beat Loud. And I was like, someone's going to fucking take that movie. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we all love it so much. So I'm, I'm glad you've already seen it so no one could, no one could jack it. Okay, so it's Teen Spirit. I want Cody to go next because Jared knows me pretty well. So he'll probably be able to guess a better movie for me. So I'll give Cody the benefit of the mm. doubt to snag. Although you did yeah. hear Jared say... You son of a bitch, or whatever. Yeah, he probably thought of that. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, I mean, we all know you. You're you're the music guy. You're NPA. Um, I'm trying to think of good music movies. Well, I mean, I like is, other stuff. No, you don't. <laughs> it's only music. No, no, we know we know one thing about you, and that's that's it. Um, okay, just don't pick a movie that has a lot of pop music that's there for no reason, like Suicide Squad. I hate that. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna give you. Well, you may have seen this. It's it's kind of musical. Um, Chlamydia? Have you ever seen this? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't give you that again. Um, have you ever seen This is Spinal Tap? No. Oh, dude. These are some good movies. Yeah? Okay. I, I'm going to give you This is Spinal Tap. So this is about um, a band. It's um, one of the first Rob Reiner movies. And uh, it's a, a, a mockumentary. So oh. they shoot it like a documentary, oh, but it's I'm a parody. 
Yeah, and it's the it's the tour of the band called Spinal Tap, and they're this like '80s rock band. And there's a ton of you'll whether or not you watch this this week, you you should watch it because there's a lot of great like music jokes um, that you would get and I think appreciate. Uh, it's also just really goofy comedy with some fun characters. So regardless of whether or not you watch it this week, you got to watch this as Spinal Tap if you haven't seen you it. You got it. I I know of Spinal Tap, so yeah, it sounds like fun. oh yeah, then you got to check it out. <sighs> I've never seen it either. Okay, well, I'm trying to think of music movies. You guys picked two really good ones, and Nolan, you're putting me on the spot saying that I know you the best with well, uh, movie recommendations. Out of these two, though. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, have you, you've seen Sing Street, right? Yeah, Sing Street yep. is good. Um, nice. Again, though, it doesn't have to be a music movie. No, nope, we're going to stick to it, because that's the only thing you know. It's <laughs> the only thing you know. You know what? I'm going to go out of the box. I'm going to say, have you seen... Um, the Hangover Part 2. Ah, oh, dang it. There's um, music in that movie. There is. Three. There is. Um, Part three, though. <laughs> have you seen Ready or Not? Ready or Not, here I come. Ooh, what, uh, it's, it's from last year. No, it's, I haven't seen it. Um, it's kind of a run, dark run, comedy. Run. It's time um, to run and Haunted party. house. Kind of. I, I guess, scary? How, would, how would you explain that movie? Hide run, and seek. Hide and seek. Run, run. It's is time it, to is run it scary? No. Okay. So it's, said dark it's, comedy. It's got elements. It's got who? It, yeah, it's got elements. Of, it's got elements of horror, but it's. Uh, I think we all, I think, would agree. It's it's more comedic than it is scary. Okay. So uh, I'm not a horror yeah. fan at all. Horror. horror. Okay, so I have a couple questions about the game as I am new to it. Uh, first question: How much information about these movies am I allowed to look up before I pick which one to watch? Um, oh, whatever. Just, yeah. Yeah, whatever you want. Okay. So no. Yeah. Just don't look up the plot. I mean, don't look up like spoilers or anything, obviously. But, okay. You know. I mean, I don't enjoy watching movies unless I know exactly what's going to happen. So well, t- <laughs> check out my ending explained poorly for this is Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be um, yeah. Shocked. You can I feel free to look up. You'll need to look them up to just find out where they're at. Like this is Spinal Tap. I don't think is on the streaming services, so I'm taking a risk here. But I think you'll need to pay a couple bucks to rent that one. Um, oh, I have my wish. But um. Yeah, look up whatever it is you need to look up um, and make the choice however you want. Really, there's no restrictions for you. Um, so as long as you watch one, uh, one of us will get really excited because we got two points. Okay, so, yeah, so I, whatever one I watch, that person gets two points. And remind mm-hmm. me where the points are yep. at again. The points are um, Jared mm, I is... I say. <laughs> yeah, because it's not going to benefit Seth. Uh, Jared is in f- at five points. I have six and Seth has seven. Okay. So I'm not watching Team So, Spirit. I mean, either way, <laughs> who you choose, it's all so close. It's you know. <laughs> Yeah, keep reasoning out that, uh, why I should watch uh-huh. yours. Okay, no, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this. This will be fun. I'm excited to see what you choose. And maybe this is something, uh, if it works out well, maybe it's something we can start doing with other guests, too. I like this idea. Um, no, only me. So, uh, no, <laughs> Nolan is up. He's looking down the barrel at, um, let me take a look. This is Spinal Tap, Teen Spirit, and Ready or Not. You just made the list! So come on back next week and see which one he reviews in We Missed the Boat. Oh! I'm on a boat, and... You're gonna need a bigger boat. All righty then. Uh, let's move on from some older movies, get into some of the new stuff that just came out. Seth has caught a couple of new things this last week. Let's check it out in reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it! <laughs> I hated it! All right, Seth, you got two movies. I have never heard of either of them, as per usual, so I'm just going to let you fucking... Uh, take it away, buddy. 
All right, I will take it. Uh, <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> all right, so the first movie I'll talk about is called Uncle Frank. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's a Prime movie uh, released by Amazon. Stars Paul Bettany and Sophia Lillis. A um, couple other small roles with uh, Steve Zahn and Judy Greer, but essentially the movie um, is pretty centered around uh paul bettany and sophia lillis takes place in the 70s um sophia lillis is i think where they live fuck i think it might be texas um and she is um like uncle uh her uncle frank paul bettany is is kind of like the 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 relative that she gets along with the most even including her parents like he comes home like for every once in a while for like um holidays and that type of thing and he's always he never brings anyone home with him. He's just kind of, he, he's off doing his own thing. He doesn't get along super well with his family. So she kind of just hangs out and talks with him and living in Texas in a very conservative household, that type of thing. She um, doesn't have a lot of, um, a lot of access to the rest of the world. And, and uncle Frank is kind of that, that person. Um, she essentially, he opens her eyes and gets her to go it, like it fast forwards a few years to where she graduates uh, high school and she chooses instead of going to a college close by like her parents wanted her to she goes to uh, NYU where Uncle Frank is a teacher and so she like broadens her her horizons when she gets there you find out and I think it's in the trailer Uncle Frank is gay and so this is the 70s when that is kind of like still like it's accepted in certain places but obviously like family in Texas not gonna you know, accept that. So, um, it's, it, a lot of the movies about her finding out kind of new things, um, being at, in New York, um, and, uh, again, broadening her horizon, her horizons from being in Texas. Um, but then, um, they have her and uncle Frank have to take a road trip back to, um, uh, Texas because, um, uncle Frank, uh, the, the his dad dies, her grandpa. And so, you learn even more about his past and why he doesn't visit home a lot. And then talking more about like coming out to the family and stuff like that. So some pretty deep stuff. Um, some really, uh, it felt pretty real in a lot of cases with, um, in terms of like the acceptance and non-acceptance from the family. It, it, it didn't, there, there are some moments where it kind of takes like a green bookish approach where it's like all rose, rose colored glasses and stuff, but not quite that extreme where, there are some other pretty real moments where members of the family don't accept it. So it's kind of like mixed, which is, which is nice. Um, but, uh, I really did enjoy this movie a lot. Paul Bettany is great. Uh, I really am uh, impressed with Sophia Lillis as well. She has been doing some awesome work with this and sharp objects and it, and like all that. She, she was in uh, something else I watched. Um, it's not coming to my mind, but she was the lead, I think in a TV show, um, maybe Netflix series. Can't remember. What was that? Um, um, was it the the super powered one? Oh, it was. Yeah, uh, I I liked it. It was a long. It was like a sentence long title. Um, shit. What was that called? I'm, was it? I'm. It wasn't. I'm thinking of ending things. Was it? No, that was the crazy ass. Uh, Fuck! I have IMDb right here. I can just pull it up. Yeah, Google it because that's gonna bother me if we can't come up with. I it. am not it's okay like, with um, this. That's it. Yep. Yeah, she was really good in that. Um, but I'm ex- I I I enjoy her work, and I um, hope to see her do more stuff because she's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, performances are great. Um, about an hour and a half movie, so always thumbs up there. 
Um, and uh, I think overall, it's it's a it's a good feeling movie. Kind of just, it's not like it's not meant to be like, um, necessarily like this is how bad everything was. You know, like it's not meant to make you sad about the situation. It, there are some really there are some dark moments and things like that, but overall, it's it's kind of meant to be an uplifting type movie. So um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely recommend it. I, I think it was it's well worth your time, especially if you have Prime. Boom, um, and uh, it, it's free on Prime. So check it out. There you have it, Uncle Frank. I like the sound of this one. It sounds like a nice little family movie. Not not like that you'd watch with your family necessarily. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A movie about a family. I like those. Yeah. Um, so there you go, Uncle Frank, and this is on Prime. You can check this one out now. How about the, how about the second one? Yeah, this one I, I saved to last because I'm going to gush about this one. But Ooh, this here we go. was this is uh, the Orange Years, orange like the color, and then years because Cody couldn't get that earlier. Um, <laughs> this th- this is uh, a documentary um, about the inception of Nickelodeon up till about like 2002 or so when. It kind of switched over from basically Nickelodeon started as like um, a small operation of these people who just wanted to create we- like weird, creative, fun programming for kids that doesn't like talk down to kids type of thing. And it was really the small operation, even when they were in like the Universal Studios. Um, but it's, it, then once they kind of moved from there and became a big corporation, it changed a little bit um, because they were making so much money. But anyway, this documentary is about that whole first period of time um, up until about when all that was at its peak popularity. Um, it's, it's got every, like everything from back in the day on Nickelodeon that I remember watching, including they talk about fucking Nick arcade, which I was so excited oh, about because that I would on when they'd have free weekends of um, like additional channels, they would have Nick tunes and Nick gas which Nick Gass was Nick Games and Sports, and they put, at like 6 a.m., they put on Nick Arcade, and I would get up on Saturdays and Sundays <laughs> and watch the shit out of Nick Arcade. Um, it, it was the fucking best. Um, but they had they have that on there, Salute Your Shorts, Hey Dude. Um, they talk about Rugrats and um, and uh, uh, Doug and uh, what was the... Um, Ren and Stimpy is kind of like essentially lifting off all of that animation and... Like those being, they were like the original three shows for the longest time, and then they kind of branched out. Like they took a really slow but smart approach with all that stuff. They started off with live action because no one else was doing it. Um, and again, they weren't like doing like the whole um, "Can you count to two? You know, like that type of thing. They were doing like actual scripted shows that had carried on storylines that no one else was doing. Um, it. I love Nickelodeon, obviously. Like. I was thinking back on it. If my TV wasn't on Channel 3 for fucking video games or on USA for Monday Night Raw, it was always on Nickelodeon, like constantly on Nickelodeon. Um, and I watched... There There were so many clips on there that just instantly brought back so many memories. Like, this was... If someone took a vial of nostalgia and filled a syringe up with it and jammed it directly into my veins. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I got an hour and a half of that. I, I was fucking tearing up during this thing because I'm like, this is my childhood in an hour and a half documentary. It was awesome. Uh, I loved it so much, but some people aren't going to be as big a Nickelodeon fans. Um, so if you were a Nickelodeon fan at all, watch this. Like it's, 
it's the best. Um, if you aren't a fan of Nickelodeon, you probably won't care as much about it. But it is interesting because they talk about all the decisions they made for everything. Nick Jr. and and Snick. They talked about Snick, which I got so pumped about. Because I remember mm-hmm. every Saturday night I would be fucking watching s- the Snick lineup when I was like seven years old. Um, but yeah, it's 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 Nickelodeon heaven, like nostalgia. Uh, it's I loved it. I am so excited. You, I can tell. I can hear you being excited about yeah. it. That makes me excited about it. Um, and I was a Nick kid also, so I'm going to try to track this down. Uh, how can folks watch this? You have to rent it on VOD. Uh, I think it's like four bucks, five bucks, something okay. like that. Yeah, so it sounds, like a, it sounds like a worth, worth the four bucks to go check this out. Um, it sounds like- to me like, um, tell me if you think this is fair, Seth. So one of the things that I loved, uh, one of the things that we all watched that we all liked earlier this year was the, um, what was the name of that video game documentary? It was several parts. Uh, high, score. High, high, high score, yeah. High score. Um, one of the parts that I think we all talked about enjoying was the Sega uh, discussion when they were like, okay, we're going to be the game that's for teens and it's cool and edgy and we have Sonic. Mm-hmm. And like talking about how they made all the decisions along the way to become the thing we eventually knew was Sega. And so to hear mm-hmm. that that's the bulk of what this Nick show is about um, it reminds me of that, and that makes me really stoked because that shit I'm really mm-hmm. interested in hearing. And they take you from the beginning to that again that point I mentioned, um, and talk about all the decisions, and they show the commercials, like a bunch of the commercials, and like the slime and the toys. They show like Gak and all that stuff. Um, they move really <laughs> fast Gak. through all of it. Yeah, they move really fast through all of it. Through a lot of it, um, they spend a little bit more time on stuff like Double Dare up front. Um, and then some of the cartoons like Rugrats they talk quite a bit about um, and I think Doug they talk a good amount about but everything else they kind of move pretty quick through that would maybe be my one complaint is like I wanted this to be like three hours because I could a, a series because I could have watched so much more of it um, especially if they dig up more of that old footage uh, but man oh man I like I said I was tearing up through a lot of it because I'm like I, it, I could remember watching Nickelodeon on like a small like 19 inch fucking tv with the dial on it where you have to dial it to fucking <laughs> channel three like like it was uh, man i spent so much time watching that shit man this makes me excited i'm gonna i'm gonna try to check this out this weekend uh the movie is the orange years the nickelodeon story nolan were you a nick kid um when so <laughs> we didn't pay for cable or anything growing up uh i grew up in wisconsin then we moved to iowa and in Iowa for a number of years, uh, we, like, had cable, but we didn't pay for it. Like, the cable box was just switched on by accident or something. <laughs> so for a few years, nice. I was. And then they figured out what was that we were getting free cable, and they turned it off again. So then I wasn't. I I don't know what if, – if – if, actually, I do. We had – so I had a similar thing where we had Nickelodeon our whole lives, and then one summer it went away. And I don't remember exactly why. We didn't have cable for a summer. And so we had to watch, like, PBS all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a PBS kid. I I liked a lot of shows on PBS. I have fine, fond memories of PBS. But that day that someone told a young, like, probably nine-year-old Cody, there's no more Nickelodeon, <laughs> I, I don't remember it, but I'm sure I had a fucking meltdown. So I can imagine how <laughs> that would have been. That would have sucked to have it taken away like that. Nickelodeon. And I know Jared was uh, a Nick kid, as were Seth and I. So it sounds like uh, maybe something that... That all of us can check out. I know we got a lot of Nick kids in the SoCo audience uh, that might want to check this out. Again, it's the Orange Years. Uh, paid rental right now, but Seth says it's worth the four bucks. So go check that one out. Learn a little bit more about Nickelodeon. You can also check out Uncle Frank uh, if you want something a little more dramatic. 
Uh, so go check that one out on Amazon Prime. Uh, correct me if I'm getting that wrong, Seth. I'm right. Yes. Amazon You're Prime. correct. Awesome. Jesus. Boom. There we go. Seth is got the podcast on his back this week, taking care of all the reviews for us. Nice job. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. Alrighty, folks, where we are just about done uh, with this week's episode of the SoCo Show. But before we go, you know, we got to give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I'm going to stretch the, uh, the definition of one here. Um, I'm actually going to recommend a few different things on YouTube. Um, I've been spending a lot of time over on YouTube lately. At Jared Buckendall. Not only on the J Buck channel, uh, <laughs> catching, up with, catching up with Mandalorian, the Scream uh, reviews, and um, some of the ending explained poorlies. Um, always great stuff over on the J Buck channel. But uh, in between J Buck videos... If you're looking for some other stuff, a few things that I have found this last week that I've really enjoyed. Um, there's a channel, uh, the channel is called Movie Therapy. And it's, uh, it's two guys, um, and one of them is a licensed therapist. And so they'll watch a movie and he will talk about um, the themes and how it relates to you know his practice, how it relates to psychology. The best example, uh, the one that I watched was for Inside Out. I saw that too, Cody. And it's so good, yeah, right? It was awesome. I loved it. Like, just they're, they basically they go through and they're talking about um, the therapist will be like, oh, here is the the actual science that they're alluding to. Um, and why it's meaningful. And there's even a couple of times where he's like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Like, they, I don't know if you guys remember this from the movie, but they go into an area that they call abstract thought and the characters start like tripping out. Like they, the animation style changes on the characters because they're in abs, they're in the abstract zone. So like it's dangerous and they like become claymated for a second and then they become like all crazy animated and then they snap back into themselves. And he talks about in that video why that is and how some of the terms they use during that part of the movie are real terms. So you really get to see how much thought went into that movie specifically. Um, and so I'm excited to check out more videos on that channel um, for the movie therapy. I know they have a Zootopia one that's uh, around implicit bias uh, that I'm excited to check out. And there's a bunch of them out there. So movie therapy is one. Um, there is a series that GQ puts out as well that is... Um, uh, it's a, a famous celebrity, typically with a long acting career, recapping uh, their famous roles. And uh, I came into the series through the Jack Black video. So it was Jack Black recapping his career. And he talks about his big break with High Fidelity all the way up through, talks a lot about School of Rock, yeah. uh, talks about Shallow Hal all the way up through Jumanji. And uh, I think it was done as promo for Jumanji 2 when that came out. And uh, that's a really fun one to see a guy, especially with Jack Black, because he's very humble and and very open and honest and and, uh, shares a lot about um, what went into all that stuff. Tenacious D is a big part of that one, too. It's super, super fun. And they've got a ton of different. If you're into that, they've got every other actor on the planet has done one of those. Um, So the GQ career recaps. And then there's also a channel called Insider, which I think is like a media news website, maybe with a magazine. But they have a they have a series of videos. um, called experts react and uh, i'm trying to think of the one i just watched well actually there's two things one they had um pro acting coaches uh breaking down different things so like one of the videos i watched was pro act uh, a pro acting coach breaking down dying scenes 
And so they look at like Robert Downey Jr. dying in Endgame. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, and different characters what? dying through the years. Wait a minute. And, I think you're supposed to like, say spoiler before you say <laughs> spoiler alert before you say the spoiler. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and so they'll do. Um, he'll talk about like how good of an acting job he thought it was. Um, and if it's not, he'll say like why. Like the actor's trying too hard here. This is the writing's problem. Um, you know, and so different types of things. So there's dying scenes, there's like crying scenes, there's kissing scenes, uh, all broken down by these acting coaches. And it's really fun. I really like taking a clip or a section out of a movie and really analyzing it. Um, so I really enjoyed that. So those are three uh, insider, uh, GQ, and uh, movie therapy, uh, a couple of uh, YouTube channels to shout out if you want to get. They're longer form videos, uh, which is what I've been attracted to lately. So uh, if you're in for something like that, uh, check out one of those three channels. I'll link to them in the description box if you want to go check them out. Cody, that um, the Experts React one, I saw one the other night of a uh, – it was like an airline disaster investigator was reacting to airplane crashes in movies and talking about how, oh, so how realistic the crashes were or like the problems that that plane was having. It was really interesting. Some movies, he was like, yeah, they got it dead on. Like, this is exactly what would happen. And some of them, he was like, no. <laughs> I love those. The expert... And there's... Outside of the Insider channel, there are other... Ch there's like a... I know there's one channel specifically that's a lawyer going through a bunch of movies. And uh, I've seen a couple of those, and those are really fun, too. But yeah, the whole, the whole idea of an expert reacting to a movie is really fascinating to me. So I would agree. That's super, super fun format. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, uh, you have definitely piqued my interest. I got I to gotta check these out. Um, my mo one more thing is sort of a cautionary tale, uh, a story. Um, some might say <laughs> yeah, even a, a, a TED talk, <laughs> if you will. Um, so this happened to me today, and it was awful. I was hanging out, and I'm like, you know what? It's cold. It's December. You know, it's Iowa. Let's make some chili. So I got all the oh, ingredients, no. I'm making the hamburger, pour in the tomato sauce, some beans, and, you know, let that simmer for a while. Um, but then usually about halfway through, I'll add in a few other things to you know, make it a little spicy, add a little kick to it. So I'm cutting up some onion, I'm putting some chili powder in, putting some pepper, and putting in some jalapenos. And now I've learned that when I'm cut, cutting up jalapenos, I, I people tend to say that the chili or any food is too hot. So I was taking out all of the seeds, the insides, the guts of these jalapenos. And... Uh, when I'm cooking like that, I don't like to have things on my hands, so I'm really washing my hands quite a bit. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, I have all of the pepper juices, the jalapeno juices off of my hands. You know, let my chili simmer, come downstairs, and I'm like, you know what? It's about 3 o'clock. I need to create something. Let's go over and let's make a TikTok. And um, it's this one TikTok I was working on, but I'm like, you know what? I, I can't have my glasses on. I need to see. So I'm going to go put my contacts in. Um, so I go to the bathroom, uh -oh. uh, open up my contact case, try to put my left contact in, and no lie, the fire, <laughs> the heat, the spice of a thousand suns is in my left eyeball. Dude. Now, I am freaking out. I am... I am literally freaking out because I'm, I'm trying to look at my emir and it is my eye is just completely red. So I'm crying and like a kid, I'm using both my knuckles now on both my eyes. Now, what no. I didn't know is that 
pepper juice. Apparently, water doesn't do anything. So it is all over my hands. But the way I was cutting them and ripping out the insides of these jalapenos, the juices microscopically were all over Mm -hmm. my face. So the more I rubbed, the worse my eyes got. No lie. I am crying. I am pepper sprayed. I am downstairs in the basement. I don't know what is going on. Literally, I'm like, this is how I go blind. I can no longer watch movies. (laughs) I just fucked my life up. YouTube is over. YouTube is over. Then, luckily, there's people home because we're in a pandemic. People are working from home. I have to blindly make my way upstairs. You know that scene from Minority Report where he gets his eyeballs switched out? That was me. I am blindly running in to the elliptical downstairs trying to find the banister go upstairs i'm like t-buck t-buck where are you which is my brother in this case luckily he's on the couch and i'm like dude you gotta get some milk and he's like why and i'm literally just my eyeballs are glued shut essentially and he's looking at me like i'm an idiot i'm like dude you need i I got pepper in my eyes i don't know what's going on but like i am like weeping i am crying like no lie worst pain of my life so he Opens up milk, luckily, because we had bought some last night. Otherwise, it would have been literally the scene from uh, Minority Report with the rotten milk. Um, But, yeah, poured a bowl of milk, and I'm just patting it, putting my eyes in. You know how they mentioned in, like, your uh, classroom, like, lab, if you ever get a chemical spill in your eye, go and rinse it out? I'm doing that with milk. I'm throwing (laughs) it in my eyeballs, and it is just burning and burning and burning. Luckily, I was like, go get more. So he put it on, like, paper towels, and I'm soaking my eyeballs. (sighs) I am 15 minutes of just pure pain. Luckily, I'm back, but my eyeballs are sore. I've had a headache all day. I had to put my glasses on. Don't touch your eyes when you're cooking with jalapenos, people. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Jared. Oh, my God. So I have done this on two occasions, but I haven't done it to the extreme level you've done. So I like to make homemade guac, and I like jalapenos. And so the first time I did it, uh, I, you know, Washed my hands like normal uh, after cooking or whatever, but didn't like scrub or anything like that. So, and this is when I had the two, like the every two week contacts that you're supposed to mm-hmm. replace or whatever. And so I did the same thing. I, you know, that night took them out. Next morning, put them in, burning. Oh like, like you God. said, a thousand fucking suns. You're not, that was the perfect Dude, description. It is a it pain is, you cannot, oh, I don't wish that on anyone. It is. <laughs> It is an immense heat. Like it, I, I'm pretty sure if you like move your hand away, you're fucking Cyclops yeah. from X Men. Like that's what that's I mean. What, that's what, what I was happened. hoping for. Either I developed some kind of weird superpower, or I, I don't know what was happening. But man, it is oh. And so I did that, and then like washed my hands more because I I immediately realized that's what it was. Um, and because I've had enough shit happen to my contacts in the past where I know I can discern when it's my eyes actually being awful or something else happening. Um, but so I washed my hands and got new contacts and it was fine. Um, then the next time I did it, I had daily contacts, but I made guac again. <laughs> but I, this time I like clip, I clip my fingernails Fool after me once, I fucking washed you. my hands. I, I fucking, I almost, they were pruned because I had washed them so much. And again, daily contacts. I'm opening up a new pack. Same fucking thing the next morning. Like, I thought my fingers were fine, like, because I had done so much and their daily contacts and all that stuff, same, next morning, burn forever. Um, it was the worst. So I wasted a pair of contacts, because oh. once it once it's in the contacts, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucked. You're not getting it out. You you can't do a no. solution. You to can't it. do a little <laughs> and then <laughs> rub it the, the inside of your shirt. <laughs> but man, it is a fucking. It, it's bad, and it sucks because especially too when when I was doing the daily ones, I'm like I am not going through like twelve contacts mm-hmm. with because I keep to like because there's no getting it out of there. You know, like once you. You have to like really sit there and fucking wash uh, before it comes. Oh yeah, and the thing is, like, I was downstairs. I was using warm water. I was using cold water. I was filling up the sink and put my head in the sink. And I'm like, water's not gonna do it. I know this. You need milk, though. Whatever the fuck is in lactose or milk or whatever is gonna fix it. So I had to stumble upstairs. I'm like, get the milk. You gotta get the milk. That's so funny because I can picture that whole interaction perfectly between oh, you and God. T-Bus. It was, it was awful. Like, my eyes hurt Get the so milk. bad. Why? He's like, why? And I'm like, my eyes! I pepper sprayed myself! Um, and I will be, like, uh, some insight. I've had that happen with uh, cooking something spicy and then put my hands down my pants and, like, really spicy nuts. But this was a whole different level of my eyeballs yeah. just on fire. Yeah, different, yeah, different balls. balls. When, when it's in the... When, <laughs> when it's in the balls in your face, uh, it hurts oh, yeah. quite a bit. So people, uh, yikes! Be careful out there, man. This is and uh... it's so weird too, because yeah, like Jerry, Jerry, like you said, the eye instantly fucking red. Oh, like I've so, never felt so pain quickly. like that in my eye, and seen my red, my eye go from like, hey, here's a normal eye to yeah, that yeah. looks very infected, and <laughs> it waters so much. Like it's like it, it, like you said, you're crying. You're not like sitting there like. <laughs> But it's like, it's pouring out your fucking well, eye. Well, and just like, moving it, it, your eye a millimeter hurts so bad. Mm, because it is just spreading yeah. the, the, the spice. Ugh. It's nuts, man. So I pulled up uh, I pulled up an article. Apparently, um, this is a thing that happens to people often. Because it was a very easy news. <laughs> <laughs> um, WikiHow has an article about how to get jalapeno off your hands. And there's a few different options, but one of them uh, leads with uh, coat your hands with olive oil. I, apparently, the uh, capsaicin, which is the, the ingredient in jalapenos that burns your eyes, uh, will dissolve in the olive oil. And then you wash the olive oil off your hands with soap and water, and the, the jalapeno goes with it. So, yeah, that's a tip for anyone who's handling gloves. Handle just be so you don't get spicy balls. I was just about to say, or just buy a pair yeah. of gloves. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, you don't have to rely that, on yes. chemistry for that one. <laughs> I Yeah, I think during I, that, I mentally was saying, I think I even said it out loud, I will never buy a jalapeno again. <laughs> I know, I haven't made guac since. It's been like, it's been like almost a year since I last made guac. I love guac, <laughs> but I won't make it because I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, you're terrified. <laughs> That's spicy, man. Oh, God. Whew. This is so, I've cooked with jalapenos like a lot. And so I'm shocked this hasn't happened to me. I have no idea why it hasn't. Um, Do you... Even, uh, even back when I still wore... I don't wear contacts anymore, but even back when I still did, um, I've never had this happen. And I'm not smart. I don't wash my hands probably nearly as much as either of you guys. Um, and I must have just gotten really fucking lucky that I didn't touch my eye or something. Did you use uh, the... Did you cut them up yourself or were they already pre-cut? Um, I, more commonly, they're pre-cut, but I've, I've cut them up myself before. Yeah, um, the it's when you're cutting them up and fresh like that. It just gets mm-hmm. all in your fingernails, all in the, there. Yeah, the biggest thing is, this is I, that I, I just, man, I, I wish I could have seen slow motion of, like, me cutting it and then just a tiny microscopic spritz going on my face because it was everywhere. 
That sounds awful. I know this is like a cautionary tale about how horrible your experience was, but it's also making me hungry for some healthy. Like I got, I'm, yeah. I'm, my mouth is I watering. I have a really strong auto response to just jalapenos being brought up, and my mouth starts watering like cr- fucking crazy. I have. So, have you guys ever been pepper sprayed? No, no. I've been near it. Okay, so and I felt like a little bit of the effect, um, but not a lot. Yeah, it's fucking awful, and it sounds a lot like what you guys described. We had. Um, when we when I was a kid, my parents, my dad found, um, I guess it was an old can of pepper spray um, that had been stored away somewhere, and he found it, and he didn't know if it, if it still was like would work, and so he took out took it out and went um, kind of in our backyard and sprayed it into the backyard to make sure it would still spray, and then he came back inside. Um, but it was the summertime, and I guess the wind blew the fucking pepper spray into the house. Oh, no. And so uh, our entire family got fucking gassed, and we're all, <laughs> like, all all four of us are, like, screaming, running around. I'm, like, sticking my head out the window because I think that's going to help. And we're all just like, oh, my God, what's fucking happening? And um, I don't know what we – they or my parents must have knew what to do, and they fixed us up or whatever – but um, that was fucking chaos in the Michael house. Uh, and this sounds similar to that. Maybe pepper spray is just jalapeno juice that they spray at you. It very well could Ugh. be, for all I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, pepper spray is bad, but basically what Jared and I did was took uh, fucking direct jalapeno juice and put it on this little silicone thing that goes right on our fucking corneas. <laughs> the second it touched, I was like, I have made a bad decision. <laughs> I can remember both times being fucking like leaning over the sink trying to get this thing out of my eye because it like mm-hmm. sticks on there too. Oh man! Yeah, when you can't, when the contact is 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 uh, causing your eye problems and you're trying to get it out, that's mm-hmm. that's maybe the most frantic feeling <laughs> that a person can have is the, the, I need to get this out of my eye now. <laughs> the worst one too was like the first time I did it, I thought that I could just fucking solution it out. So I tried it like three or four times before switching no. into a new pair of contacts. Oh, no. So each time it, it was just less and less burn? It got less and less each time, but it was in there, you know, so it was, there was no fucking way. I could just picture you going like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I just kept getting madder and madder because I'm like, stop fucking burning! <laughs> oh, my God. That is... Uh... That is excellent, and and you TikToked about it. So if if you guys want to support Jared and his eye recovery, go watch his TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, that was oh my fifteen minutes after it happened. I think. Um, so <laughs> that wasn't even the bat. And the funny thing is, uh, so I did that, and people are like, "Why'd you do that for content?" I'm like, "No, I did this." And then I'm like, "I have to get video proof that this happened and how bad my <laughs> eyes are." Yeah, you look real messed um, up. But uh, my girlfriend was actually on her way over at that time, and I just texted her. I left the door open. There's a situation. <laughs> <laughs> so she had no idea what she was walking into. She was probably like, oh, "Yeah, she probably yeah. was like, oh yeah." <laughs> Finally, I'm ready for the Things situation. Things are about to heat up in You're here. fucking in the bed crying. Oh my god, that is fucking funny. That's a sketch. Like <laughs> she's like, oh, here it. He's gonna be all done up and waiting in the bed for me. And she goes downstairs, and instead you're just like <laughs> dumping milk. On face. <laughs> uh, this is not what I thought you had planned. <laughs> you look like the fucking Blair Witch with the oh. snot coming out. It on was. Your face. It was. There was a huge oh glob, god, yes. like from uh. scary movie. <laughs> yeah. That is 
by the way, the crying in Blair Witch with the snot uh, actually got a positive review from the crying, the actor, uh, acting coach who was talking about crying. Apparently snot yep. is like, they actually take that into account. Like, um, Yuck. In Fuck. some cases, I don't want they to watch want any it. more movies then. <laughs> I hate it. it. It distracts the shit out of me. I hate it. But I guess this, <laughs> this particular acting coach didn't hate it. So, Yuck. Shouts out to the Blair Witch Girl and the parody in, in Scary Movie. We this is maybe the longest one more thing we've ever had, but it's mm-hmm. been good stuff. Um, J- Nolan or Seth, I don't care which one of you guys goes next. What, what have you got for one more thing? Um, I can go if that's okay with Seth. Go go right. Mine is a, it's a little more um, I guess serious. I don't want to get political necessarily, um, but I just want to talk briefly about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the swamp. So uh, Ellie, Ellen Page. Uh, becoming oh, Elliot yeah. Page. Yes. And uh, I, I saw, I actually, I was talking to Jared, you know, just the other day about this, and I was expressing some of my own confusion at, you know, how do you refer to someone um, in the past tense? You know, it, it's because El- Elliot Page is in the first two seasons of Umbrella Academy and is likely going to be in the third season. So I, I guess my did question you know? was, okay, would I say Ellen Page was in season one or is it Elliot? So I did a little bit of research. And uh, the consensus among um, m- among mental health experts, therapists, and the transgender community, uh, it they all say use the pronouns that they currently use. And mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the good example uh, or analogy um, that I found actually on Reddit is uh, if someone was like married to an abusive spouse and then they got divorced and they changed their last name back to their maiden name you wouldn't still refer to them as the name they had when they were married because that's a part of their past mm-hmm. that they you know, don't want to bring up. And it, so you call them by what they now want to be called by. Um, and then you know, there's all the other explanations of you know, this, this, the name is different, yes, but the, the person they were before, like that, the, or I guess the person they are now is who they were before, um, but now mm-hmm. they're just more comfortable with their name and or pronouns. So if you were confused like I was, uh, that is the consensus from that community. And um, it does seem that there are a lot of people who kind of like to make a big deal out of this, and I really don't think it's that hard. Um, it's, it's the same as just learning someone's name for the first time. You know, if I say my name is Nolan, you call me Nolan. So <laughs> simple as that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's, that's kind of what... Yeah, go ahead, Seth. I say that's that's what I was seeing on Twitter too with with a lot of like the people commenting and seeing some discussion. I mean, it's always a dangerous place to see anything <laughs> on Twitter, but um, for the most part, the, a lot of the the at least the positive comments and stuff I was seeing um, were referring to Elliot as is he for past um, movies like Juno and stuff. So right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you brought this up, Nolan, because this was I thought this was really cool to see because I think it's the first example we have of the i think the consensus is support here and mm-hmm. um the like there are other examples of of uh transgender people who have, who have who have gotten love later in hollywood but the actual act of transitioning uh the only example i can come up with is caitlin, caitlin jenner, jenner and yeah. that was just that was just a mess of fucking jokes and and negative shit so to mm-hmm. to see that the public has seemingly based on what I see out there generally come around and is in support of Elliot now I think is awesome and I'm always in favor you know fucking put out into the world the way you want to put yourself out so yeah, just I love this I can tell respect. you too um 
Yeah, exactly. If someone tells you this is what they want to be called, fucking call them right. that. Um, I can tell you about the Umbrella Academy. Uh, they've been super supportive as well. Yes. They're actually, um, they're, they're going to keep Elliot on, obviously, in the same character. They're not going to make any changes there. Um, which, the uh, what I don't know, and I haven't read anything either way, is if the Vanka character will be transitioning or if Elliot will be playing female. I, I'm not sure the details there, but what I do know is that the Umbrella Academy is going back and retroactively changing all the credits I think it's the already done. episodes to Elliot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Major, so, major props uh, to Netflix. That was a really cool show of support. Well, and also Netflix. Definitely, yeah. Netflix is really showing showing With goods. Dave Chappelle's uh, them show. And Chappelle. Right. They took Chappelle's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Netflix seems like a good place to work. It really does. <laughs> They're doing some good shit right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess the last thing I'll say about it is uh, it does open up um, some more interesting conversations that maybe we could have another time on, you know, what roles can an actor act in? Is it, is, you know, for example, Elliot now using male pronouns, can he play Vanka, who is a female character as we currently know her? Um, yeah, that, I think that's a really interesting conversation as well. And I think right now, you know, the answer is, yeah, I mean, Elliot has been the role, so. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, that was a nice, shockingly, uh, someone coming out as trans was a positive, uh, story in the news and gave me a little bit of faith in humanity. Just a little bit. Not too much. (laughs) That was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Not too much. There definitely are shitty people out there making shitty comments. 70 million people still voting Wait till tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. So yes. Uh, yeah, that was big news this week. So I'm glad you brought that up, Nolan. And, uh, name has changed on, uh, IMDB as well. He can't even look for Ellen Page anymore. Doesn't like direct you or anything so i also just really like the name elliot it's a good name Mm -hmm. that's a solid name it always reminds me of either dr elliot reed from scrubs or um elliot uh from mr robot Robot. which is a fantastic show Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) all right my one more thing uh cody had a few so i'm gonna i'm gonna have a few (laughs) first one um we'll we'll piggyback off a little bit of serious um today uh, uh this for any wrestling fans pat patterson passed away um no He's shit. uh Cody might remember him. Um he is actually the uh, from my understanding, I know at least in the WWF or E, but I think just in general for professional wrestling, he was the first openly gay um wrestler. Um and he has he was like kind of he he has like all of the respect. He's basically he's the first ever intercontinental champion, um which is like a he big title now and everything like that, but um, he was kind of just like the locker room, a locker room leader and all that stuff and had a huge amount of respect. So he kind of paved a lot of the way for some other people to come out and stuff like that too. And, um, just have a generally accepting locker room, which, um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, there, there are certain people who didn't have the, the open attitude like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> but, uh, there, there are other people who, uh, in general, it seems like a lot of the people in the, in the locker room are pretty open and open-minded with stuff. So, um, Rest in peace, Pat Patterson, or as I remember him when I was a kid, uh, he he did a ver- his own version of a, the Rikishi move, the stink face, where they rub butts and pe- Rikishi rubs butts in people's faces with a thong. But Pat Patterson did it with his whitey tighties that had a, a brown streak oh, no. in the back, and he was oh, he was refer- he was referred to as Poop Stain Patterson. That's a good yes, name. Poop Stain Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember and, that. And, and I, I wouldn't say that other because I know that uh, like that's probably disrespectful of a dead person. But he would like that he fucking had a blast doing that shit. I know for a fact with documentaries and all that stuff. So, 
Uh, and that's what wrestlers do. They love to entertain. So Poop Stain Patterson gave me a lot of laughs when I was a kid. <laughs> Man, big ups to Poop Stain Patterson. I didn't realize that that was a real thing that people in the WWE said. I thought that was something that we dumb kids made up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the king, I'm pretty sure the king when he when he did it, because like he had like pulled down his, his pants and then there was the poop stain on it. And he goes, Poop Stain Patterson. <laughs> God, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's so dumb. Um, I thought I had a few other ones, but the only other one I'm remembering right now is I've talked about in the past, uh, Cody and I have played a game on uh, Oculus called Blaston, uh, and I've been playing the shit out of this game recently. Um, I At least as of yesterday when I played, I was the 56th ranked player Jesus. in the world. Oh my um, god! At, <laughs> at one, but the season just did restart, but I mean, I've Is been winning a lot. 60 players? Um, <laughs> it's like, it's a, definitely in the thousands. Um, That's but not, not quite. Um, I finished the last season at like 150 something. Um, at one point when the season had just started, I was up at um, like, tw- I think 18. And uh, I played against the sixth ranked player, and I actually won one round on them. And uh, but they dominated me the other two. Um, but it, yeah, I, I was like, com- I was competing with some like high up people. Um, I've been playing pretty well at that. Dude, are um, you so fucking any- ripped? Because that I, I I can't play. I'm I'm not physically capable of playing that game. You must be in great shape if you're playing it that much. I I've been um like, <laughs> I've taken it to another level recently where I'm like sliding on the floor and like <laughs> I'm like crouching I, I'm like doing like a fucking uh, Rob Van Dam leg like or like a, a kung fu movie like leg spread where I'm like fucking doing the splits <laughs> on the ground like I am all over the place um, it's it's so fun though but yeah if I play for 30 minutes I'm fucking drenched in sweat because it's when you're playing against like really good people you have to move constantly I can. So I'm tired just thinking about you doing that. That's fucking cool, though. Now, <laughs> now you have to play the shit out of it so you can keep your high ranking all season. <laughs> I know. I didn't get to play tonight, so I'm kind of now. I'm feeling like I'm falling behind. Wow, what a great one more thing. Like I said, definitely the longest we've ever had, but we had some great shit. Um, we got uh, rest in peace to Pat Patterson. We got Seth climbing the blast on ranks. We got Elliot Page. Um, we got don't touch your fucking hand, your eyes if you have had jalapenos in your hands. And we got some YouTube recommendations, too. So uh, now I feel like I didn't bring the heat. You guys all brought really great shit. Now my YouTube recommendations feel... Jared small. literally anyway, brought the heat. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Seth, oh. have... <laughs> Last, that... Oh, have you Sorry, played uh, Super Hot in VR? Oh, I, I really yeah. want to. Super Hot, so, so fun. fun. I, I love it. It's super, super oh, fun. Oh, my goodness. Very cool. Um, my last, my other, my third thing, actually, um, real quick. The G4 uh, reunion special. It's on YouTube. Um, G4 TV coming back um and they that another big nostalgia trip they show a lot of attack of the show clips x-play clips and, and then they announced that uh wwe wrestler austin creed slash xavier woods is going to be uh one yeah, of the hosts he stole so my job it, <laughs> he did he stole your job um he does have a pretty huge yeah, youtube channel as well for video games <laughs> um but uh i don't know i i they didn't announce if like like olivia munn and Adam Sussler and all of them are going to be back or not, but um, it's a really good special. Fun little sketches. Ron Funches hosts it. He's a pretty nice. funny guy. 
Um, and they do actually come, like they do some actual interview and reminiscing, but then they also do some like kind of funny sketches and um, they kind of have like, they play off of a funny vibe the whole time. So um, check that out if you're a fan of G4 at all, or uh, uh, want to check out some of the old clips if you're not familiar with them. That's uh, a perfect thing to, to check out. Boom. YouTube, uh, YouTube for the G4 special. Ron Funches, uh, I've probably told you guys this before. I opened for his opener. Um, open, uh, open. A couple years ago, he's uh, he tr- he's a stand up. He tours doing stand up, and he has uh, an opener who's a really good friend of his named Gabe Dinger, and he um, travels with him and opens for him for most of his shows. And I got to open for Gabe when he was headlining a show here in Oregon. Um, and uh, that's just a humble brag. That's just a little name. Cody. When you guys not to like put you on the spot, but have you been a headliner before? Uh, even small stuff counts. Y- yes, yeah, technically yes. I've closed. I've been the last comic to the go closer. for a show. Yeah, um, I yeah. I've I would say I've not. I've never had a show where it was advertised that I was the well, show. Well, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it, even though I've been I've been the 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 closer, and which is technically headlining, but. Um, that it's it's it registers slightly differently to me. So, uh, but yeah, I've 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 rounded out a couple of I, I ask because I'm curious. All through college I was in a rock band um, called Kickstart the Sun and mm-hmm. we would we would play a lot of shows actually and I always liked being an opener. Um I, I don't know exactly why, but we, we had plenty of shows where we were openers and plenty where we were the closers, uh, the headliners. And some of them it was advertised as like this is Kickstart the Sun's show and uh, some of them were just we were the last band. Um, but I always liked going into like kind of a cold room and like starting the energy and, and with the song. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think on that? Like, did you like going first or last? I like, I like them both, uh, in comedy. It's, uh, the, di- the big difference is how much time you get. I really, I agree with you. I love a cold room and I can come in and set the tone. Uh, I think that's really fun. And then those are fun nights because after you're done, you can, you know, you can go drink beers and watch the yeah. headliner. Yeah. <clears throat> So I, I agree. I do really like it. The thing that I would say I like that I, I if there's anything I prefer about headlining other than the fact that it's headlining is um, you get more time. Fair. Certainly in comedy, you get more time. So you can really settle in um, to a set and, and control the room for, for a longer period of time. So there's benefits to both. But I yeah. And anytime someone asks me to open a show or host a show, I love doing that also because there's no pressure. Yeah. You know, yeah. like people didn't come pay to see me. I don't I can fuck up and it's not bad. And I, you know, uh, if, if 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 as a comic I can go on stage and not feel any pressure, then I'm free to fucking do my best shit. I so. agree with that. Just curious. And you're you're bringing us right up uh, right up to the end here. That's gonna wrap us up for one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. That's gonna do it for episode <laughs> 172 of the Soko Show. Really fun episode. What? Um, there you go. What? What? There we go. Uh, big episode, big shouts out to NPA for joining us for the second week in a row. We're very excited to have you coming back next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not only for we missed the boat for the whole show, we'll probably have, we'll have to come up with another game. So, so far we're two for two at new games, uh, on the episodes you've been on. I'll put my thinking so, cap on. Uh, appreciate you. <laughs> I, I know you're coming back next week. Any, uh, anything you want to plug here as we wrap the show up? Um, I want to plug two things. One is, uh, Jared's TikTok. What's that handle, Jared? J Buck Studios. Get on that TikTok because he is he's go. putting the work in and uh, they're very fun. So check those out or tell your youthful friends because uh, it might be more up their alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other thing, of course, is uh, NPA on Spotify. My song Sleep Till Noon. Um, I actually, I, 
so not to be too conceited, but I do occasionally listen to my own music. And uh, I was playing that one the other day. I was like, man, it's just it, it is a good jam. It's very upbeat and the, it's very catchy. So it's a bop. It's a bop, man. It's funky. It's a bop. <laughs> it's a bop. And uh, as you brought up Twenty One Pilots earlier, and I was thinking about it more, I'm like, you know what? You know what my music is? It's Twenty One Pilots meets Lincoln Park, but with a hip hop influence. That's what it. it is. Boom. So I define anything out of the soco show that i've gotten it's i can now tell people what my music sounds like <laughs> there you go that's what we're here wasn't for. wasn't a complete waste of time the, not completely. the soco really the 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 mission of the soco show the mission statement has always Enlightenment. been uh we help people we help people find themselves <laughs> and and so we're we're glad that that's what we've done for you nolan you you join the list of of at least two other people who um who can say the same thing so you're, you're welcome you have to say upwards uh, of I, upwards of two other people Upwards yeah, of because now they yes. don't know how. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to let you off the hook because I listen to I listen to and watch myself do comedy a lot, uh, and if I did my own music, I would obviously listen. Well, to you it have too. to. So I don't to, think like, to reflect on it, and you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listened to uh, so, my last week's podcast with you guys. I listened to that to say, like, okay, how, you know, how did I do? Uh, did I? <laughs> I don't know. Did I talk good? Uh, and now, so I listen to that, and I'm like, okay, here's what I could probably do better. And now here I am trying to do more and better. Yeah, there you have it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we got uh, TikTok, JB TikTok. Uh, and again, head over to uh, Spotify and follow NPA. Listen to Sleep Till Noon and uh, and make sure you're getting all the new releases. Also, we have the offer from Nolan that a, a new song from Nolan will be debuted on the SoCo show if we hit 25 anchor wankers. So if you're already wanker. a wanker, great, stay on the list. Wanker. If you're not, call up some of your friends and say, hey, look, man, uh, or hey, look, girl, <laughs> uh, we, need, we need some more wankers on deck because we need to get wanker. a hot new exclusive single uh, dropped on the SoCo show. Just so, post on your social uh, media that stuff. you need wankers. They'll get it. They'll figure wanker. it out. There you go. Wankers needed. Craigslist <laughs> ad. There you go. Oh, man. Wanker. God, Wanker. if I saw a Craigslist ad, that, oof. You'd apply immediately. 1,000%. Yeah. Wankers wanted. Can that be the Wanker. title of the show? Uh, Jay, actually, Wankers yeah, wanted. it can be. Wankers Wanker. wanted. Um, <laughs> JB, uh, I, it sounds like you took the weekend off for the holidays, um, but I'm sure you're back at it. What do you got coming up for the folks who are uh, subscribed over at the J Buck Studios? I mean, page? some insight. I uh, I didn't really mean to take off. It's just there's a lot of stuff in the works, unfortunately, that is getting hit by so many copyright things that I'm editing and re-editing and uploading. Like it's frustrating. Um, so that's kind of some behind the scenes. But Scream Four is literally that reaction is literally ready to go. I'm just waiting for a gatekeeper. Shot ones will be available, I guess today. Yes. Um, on Patreon. Woo! Uh, for Patreon members exclusively Ow! for maybe a week or two. I haven't decided. But my God. Um, props to Nolan. Uh, Room Fifty Six Studios for editing that because it is. It is what I think Seth, you imagined, and myself in our brains. Mm -hmm. He literally made it happen. So thank nice. you so much for that. I'm going to put this audio on the website. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> I think that that's yeah, the biggest, it. coolest, newest, highly produced thing coming to J-Buck Studios. So um, if you can't, you know, throw some uh, throw some shekels my way, it will be public probably next next week. So follow me on uh, social media is to find out exactly when and where because it is it is a great 
uh, new addition and Seth, uh, you you being the host and letting me play was the best part of it. <laughs> Seth grounds the conversation. I can't wait to see it. Oh yeah, Jared's I am I am all over the place, and you are like, okay, we're real in this bag. <laughs> that's I mean that's kind of what he does on on what Sean Evans does on Hot Ones too. So I kind of I kind of you know ones? as much as we could ripped it off. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? A, is someone ripping yeah, you guys off? Already? Sounds derivative. Uh, wow. <laughs> it has less Shit. letters, so it must yeah. have come after. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I am very excited um, to see this. And I wasn't there for you guys' interview. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited just to see the interview, see what you guys talked about. So uh, very excited I to check remember. this out. I, I am a J-Buck Studios patron, so I will be checking that out tomorrow. If you want to do that, head over to Patreon. At Jared Buckendall. Make a, make a contribution over there to Jared, and you can catch that video uh, right away uh, today actually as of the release of this podcast that is available so go check that one out uh and if you miss it on patreon it will be made public later on so keep an eye out for shot ones episode one <sighs> okay i think we're done now um <laughs> uh quick shouts out to all of our anchor wankers uh thank you guys Wanker. so much for supporting the show big shout out as well to our sponsors uh make sure you click their links in the description box and go go use their services if you can um, our next live show, again, coming up a little under two weeks from now, December 17th, uh, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Please come join us. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little holiday stuff. Uh, I don't know what yet, yet what we'll talk about, but uh, we'll have a lot of fun there. Really been enjoying those live shows. And, um, yeah, come on back next week. We're going to have Nolan back. Uh, lots of fun yet to be had. Um, so that's going to do it. Wrapping up episode number 172 for the No Host Nolan for the <laughs> bro host, Jared for the so host, Seth. I've been the co host, Cody, and we will see you next week. Bye.